How does Sony compete with Microsoft if the Activision Blizzard deal goes through? Well, rumors are spreading and starting to swirl about potential big buyouts that Sony may do in response. I was already planning on doing this show, theorizing some of the companies and some of the things that Sony might be able to do if they truly want to compete with Microsoft long term. Not that they're not competing But if this Activision deal goes through, could be bad for anybody who makes a lot of money on Activision properties. So I've got a lot to comb through. I put it right here at the beginning of the video. It's a long video because it's a live stream. And I want to walk through first rumors about Take-Two. Is this a legitimate thing? Is Sony actually going to buy Take-Two? Second, I want to talk about Call of Duty and earnings. Some of those stats and some of those quotes, I think, have been pretty misrepresented by people out there. Third, what could actually rival Call of Duty? Like, what could Sony do to make a game good enough to rival Call of Duty? That's always been the question. And fourth, are there two companies right now on the horizon that look ripe for purchase? So, everybody's thinking about Call of Duty these days, and one of the reasons is <clears throat> it's it's in the front and center debate about the decision to get Activision Blizzard underneath the Microsoft umbrella. And many people have said, listen, Sony needs to come up with their own shooter to compete. Well, all of a sudden, rumors started swirling over the weekend that Sony is looking at buying Take-Two Interactive. Uh, Investing.com said the following, Sony Group Corp is rumored to be considering a major acquisition of Take-Two Interactive Software, a holding company behind popular game developers like 2K Games, Rockstar Games, and Visual Concepts. This reported on X-Fire and Game Central. Now, this all started with a couple of tweets from someone named Lumberjack Rye. That's R-Y at the end. So, Lumberjack R-Y had the following to say. I have it on extremely good word that if Microsoft acquires Activision Blizzard, Sony is going after Take-Two Interactive to counter it. Three of my trusted and almost always correct sources confirm that by me. Okay, well, who is this guy? Can he be trusted? Well, some people pointed to him being wrong in the past. So, like, you've gotten stuff wrong in the past, bro. Like, should we really trust you? Plenty of people have been trying to leak or scoop things to sort of make a name for themselves. They're seeing people like Jez Corden and Jason Schreier make a pretty good living with inside sources and leaks. And this guy said, I switched my sources starting in late 2021. It's done nothing but wonders for getting things right. I'm happy to be able to share news early. Most times back in the day, I was almost exclusively wrong. So he is admitting that he was wrong a bunch. He said about one out of 15 times he was right prior to 2021 now i don't know if this gives credence to what he's saying or not but at the very least he's owning the fact that like hey i've been wrong in the past now i do think he makes some good observations about what sony could spend and how sony has been spending he said look they're not putting all their eggs in one basket since 2018 sony has spent six billion on sony pictures entertainment $5 billion on Sony Music Entertainment and a little under $5 billion on Sony Interactive Entertainment. PlayStation is the most neglected segment out of the entertainment. Trio saying like, listen, PlayStation 
under Sony's umbrella stands to be the one to maybe get a little bit more spending. Now, many began pointing out saying there's no way Sony could afford the estimated 20 billion needed to buy take two keep in mind the activision blizzard deal is 70 billion and to buy take two a pretty big player in the game would only come out to about 20 billion it would still be a fraction of what microsoft is trying to spend now he replied with the following he said listen it's important to note that from 2018 to present sony has spent nearly 25 billion on acquisitions across their divisions Sony Interactive Entertainment, Music Entertainment, Pictures Entertainment, Electronics, Financial, and Imaging Solutions. So he's like, listen, they'll, they'll spend money if they think they need to. You know, they spent $25 billion just on these acquisitions. Now, I could not find confirmation on this, but this is in line with other people who were making bids for 21st Century Fox. He said, for people saying Sony cannot afford Take-Two Interactive or that they wouldn't spend 20 to $25 billion on just Sony Interactive Entertainment, he says, just remember, in 2016 to 17, Sony put up $50 billion bid, a $50 billion bid for 21st Century Fox and Sony Pictures Entertainment. Now, that deal went through for Disney. Disney secured that deal for over $70 billion. So that size acquisition was something that Disney did. Has that been good for you, by the way? Disney scooping up all this property and throwing $70 billion around like it's nothing? Has that been good for you? Hmm. Anyway, many of the bids prior to their $70 billion bid were in the $50 billion range. So it stands to reason that Sony did potentially throw $50 billion at 21st Century Fox. Now, Sony was in the bidding war. I just could not find confirmation on how much they did bid. But all of the bids prior to Disney winning were in the $50 billion range. So wherever you land on this guy's prediction, it does sort of beg the question, right? It begs the question, what's Sony going to do if the merger goes through for Activision Blizzard? Are they going to start gobbling up companies? Are we in a buying war right now? Is that what this is going to turn into? I'm not a big fan of that. People think I'm like pro-Sony. I'm not pro-buying war. I'm not pro-consolidation. You don't want two of the major players in the market just buying everybody up, and then that's the end of the deal. It's like, well, which team are you going to go to? You would prefer it to stay a little bit less consolidated as it is right now. Now, obviously, many will say Sony's being hypocritical. Oh, they're trying to buy companies as well. I would think you'd have to adapt to the market. If Activision Blizzard ends up being purchased by Microsoft, you have to adapt to that. You can't just sit back and say, oh no, we're we're against acquisition. It stands to reason that Activision Blizzard purchase would create an economic reality of more people doing that, saying, man, we got to scoop up some of these companies because if that deal went through, what other deals could potentially go through as well? Also, Keep in mind, Microsoft has made concessions to keep Activision titles on rival consoles for 10 years. So that means Sony has about 10 years to buckle down and potentially buy up companies in the process. Also, you really need to keep this in mind. A lot of the people that said this deal was totally fine, there was no reason to be concerned, you were flat out wrong. The regulatory bodies agreed with me, many other people agreed with me, that you can't let them have all of this property without some concessions and without some agreements. Because they could completely disrupt the market. I still think they have the power to disrupt mobile. We haven't seen that addressed at all. But at the very least, 
We have assurances that Activision titles will remain on rival consoles for 10 years, giving Nintendo and Sony an opportunity to adapt and make moves over the next decade to adjust to this. Now, I want to recap some of the earnings about Call of Duty and first-party titles with Sony, okay? Because there was a quote from a document that was egregiously misrepresented by everybody who bleeds green and loves to take shots at Sony. I don't think people understood that when they were quoting this document, they were actually dunking on themselves. Like, Sony actually looks pretty good from this document. It doesn't look like they're in a bad state. They're in a very lucrative and profitable state, and they don't want that to be disrupted. That's not really a dunk or an own, but I guess that doesn't matter when people headline hunt and don't think. Sony was contesting losing significant revenue and profit from Call of Duty. And they ended a paragraph about that with the following statement. So keep in mind, they're saying, listen, we make a ton of money from Call of Duty. This could be very damaging to us. And they end the paragraph by saying, this would in turn also reduce the potential return on producing innovative first-party games, thereby diminishing SIE's ability to and incentive to invest in new games. Now, you have to listen to the verbiage. They're talking about the potential return on first-party games, meaning they make a return on their first-party games, and if you disrupt our revenue to this degree, we're going to have to shrink. We're going to have to make adjustments and changes, which would inevitably affect our ability to make some of the first-party games that we've made. We've expanded a lot of our studios, right? They can't just make them without Call of Duty, right? That's not the equation. It's like, well, if you take Call of Duty from us, then we can't make first-party games anymore. That's not what they were saying. The money loss would hurt their ability to produce first-party. It makes sense. If you disrupt an entire ecosystem and economic structure, they would have to minimize risk. They would have to spend less. They would potentially have to downsize some of the studios. So they're saying, as a secondary issue here, if you take all this revenue from us, it's going to affect our business structure. We, we, we use some of those monies and funds to invest in our property. Now, pro Xbox podcasts and YouTube channels ran with this like it was some kind of a victory, not realizing that Sony making lots of money and using that money to make more games is a healthy ecosystem. That's not a dunk. You're not owning them by saying, look at all that money they make from Call of Duty. They use it to make really great first party titles. That's not a dunk. That's not an own. That's a good thing. Maybe Xbox should try that instead of giving everything away on Game Pass. Make money selling games and make money within your ecosystem to invest in your first-party titles. Maybe Halo wouldn't have been so bad if that was the case, right? As a gamer, nobody should be wanting that to happen. I don't want all these companies scooped up and gobbled up because it could lead to situations where you can only go to one platform for these games and then they can raise the prices, they can over-monetize them. You won't have any control anymore. There won't be any competition. It'll be go here or go there. Now, some people might say, oh, that'd be better to just have two players. Having two players with potential options of going for first-party titles is one thing, but if they gobble up all the third-party multi-platform titles, 
that stands to disrupt a lot of what you've been able to do up to this point, which is go to a lot of different platforms for a lot of different games. In fact, one of the reasons people defend Activision Blizzard in the deal is because, well, Microsoft's going to put more games in more places. Listen, if Sony grabs Take-Two and Microsoft gets Activision Blizzard, you're not going to have more games in more places. You're going to have two people trying to create their own insulated ecosystems. That's not what I want. And, you know, I'm not in favor of all these buyouts. I don't think they're going to be good for us as consumers. Even if Activision goes through if this goes through they wouldn't want to lose the sony revenue okay think about this there's another element to the call of duty filings and the the reports coming out in activision's latest sec filing the company disclosed that sony playstation division accounted for 13 percent of activision's revenue while microsoft was so low that it failed to even register in the report so again Celebrating that Sony makes lots of money on Call of Duty and invested in first-party titles is not the dunk you think it is. Microsoft generated such little amounts of revenue for Activision, they weren't even on the report. And, and Sony's on there at 13%. So this means that if Activision Blizzard suddenly comes under Microsoft, they would probably want to maintain that revenue. Even though they're only conceding for 10 years, at the very least, they would want to keep Call of Duty on Sony in perpetuity because the amount of revenue is just unbelievable. This is why Call of Duty is the big debate for many people. And many people think, well, where does Sony go from here? What if that's Microsoft's big plan is to, over the next 10 years, be like, yeah, fine, we'll leave Call of Duty there, but then they're going to rip it from their competitors because they've made it very clear they love leaving minecraft everywhere they might likely love leaving call of duty everywhere but you don't have that guarantee it is clear that call of duty is endemic to the revenue streams of sony but it's also clear that microsoft may have plans beyond those 10 years especially since the latest concession seems to keep driving home the 10-year number we gave nintendo a 10-year promise we promised sony 10 years and then they just conceded to the eu that they'll keep all activision titles on rival consoles for 10 years so they keep stressing this 10-year thing okay now it's my belief that creating something to compete with call of duty is a fool's errand okay but hypothetically let's just have some fun with this i I don't think you could do it but if somebody asked me how would you do it if you were going if you were tasked and said listen this is your job you have to come up with something to rival call of duty okay games that are free and everywhere and insanely popular and they make tons of money right how on earth am i going to compete with that leviathan in the market the first and foremost thing i think you'd have to do is admit that you need to build an MMO FPS. I don't think you could just build another Battle Royale. I don't think you could just build some compelling campaign or arena shooter. It would need to be an MMO FPS at the quality that we've seen in some of the other very successful MMOs. Final Fantasy XIV would be a good example of a game that has turned things around. You would need something as long-standing as World of Warcraft or EverQuest to rival Call of Duty because you need tons of people playing and you need them playing nothing else. That's the only way you're going to do this. Keep in mind, I think this is a fool's errand. I don't think it's possible. But if you told me you got to come up with a plan, that would be my plan. Build an MMO FPS. Now, 
How would Sony do that? How would Sony build an MMO FPS? Well, if you look at the market right now, I think there are two more companies out there that are going to get scooped up. And one of them is Ubisoft, and one of them is Square Enix. And I think these two companies, with their powers combined, could potentially get Sony into a position to actually build an MMO FPS. You got Final Fantasy XIV and Yoshi P. You got his expertise. You got Massive's expertise after everything they've learned from live service and the division and good updates and bad updates, right? You have all of that expertise under one roof. This could help with the live service push that Sony wants to do, but it could actually help them build an MMO FPS. You'd have to rely on the people that turn Final Fantasy XIV around. You have to rely on the people that Massive that turn the Division 1 and the Division 2 around. I do think that's possible. Now, I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. Again, this is all hypothetical just for the sake of discussion. Like, how on earth could you build a Call of Duty rival? Ubisoft has all but said that they're looking for a buyout deal very similar to what Bungie got. Bungie gets purchased by Sony. All future property from Bungie will be multi-platform. They remain independent. Ubisoft has essentially said they're open to being bought, but they want to remain independent. So, I mean, that's a perfect dovetail of like, hey, we already did this with Bungie. We can do it with you. Square Enix continues to make moves that makes it seems like they'll they're gonna be bought very soon they keep shrinking they keep shuttering they keep canceling things they seem to be shrinking down to say hey we're ready to be bought back up now the only snag there is they they sort of reabsorbed luminous after forespoken so that might make them a little bit more expensive to purchase but i do think both square enix and ubisoft seem to be right there on the edge of being bought and sony seems like a great company to do that remember i am not wanting a bunch of these game companies how you doing to buy a bunch of companies right i'm against the activision blizzard deal i don't i'm not thrilled and i don't want sony buy and take two i I don't think that would be good for us to have all these companies getting scooped up in a buying war all right so let me give you my thoughts and conclusions and then i want to talk to the live audience first thing I want to say at this point it seems that the Microsoft Activision deal will go through with significant concessions made at this point fans of the deal should keep in mind how much has come true for those of us who predicted that the deal would be challenged it would be blocked without major changes many people were doing hand waving and acting like this deal's going through no problem these agencies and these regulatory bodies have no power okay Look at the concessions you're getting from Microsoft and then quit saying stuff that sounds so stupid, okay? You just look foolish. If the deal leads Xbox into a more publisher role where they continue to work with Nintendo and PlayStation and even companies like NVIDIA, this could be a good scenario. On the surface, I don't know if that's their plan. But if Microsoft slowly over the next 10 years turns into basically more of a publishing role and they just keep these properties everywhere and they keep working with NVIDIA and Nintendo and PlayStation, I'm not worried at all. The concern is that that's not what they want to do. According to Phil Spencer in the most recent interview that he did, they want to put more games on more screens. And if you listen carefully, he seems to be talking about growing their ecosystem, not helping gamers on other platforms. Not that they have a duty to Nintendo or PlayStation, but if you're hearing his comments commentary and you think he's talking about nintendo and playstation he's not if microsoft has a long-term plan to continue to gobble up more than abk 
in the hopes of creating their own insulated ecosystem, that would be bad for gamers, just as much as it's going to be bad if Sony has to respond in turn and buy a bunch of companies as well. The second thing I want to say, this could lead Sony to feeling pressure to do their own buy-ups of companies. This would be the beginning of a content war, not a console war, but a content war. Who can buy the most content and take it from the other guy? Who can buy up the most property and secure the most strength and the most reach in the market? That will be the true battleground of these gaming companies. Take-Two might seem like a pipe dream, but given Sony's history, it might be possible. They've been spending big money for the last five years. Other possibilities, I think, include Ubisoft and Square Enix, especially if Sony wants to start cranking out live service games. So here's my conclusion. While I still think that creating a Call of Duty rival is a giant risk and just a potential waste of resources, a well-built MMO FPS could maybe pull it off. Call of Duty can't be king forever. I know it seems like they've been king forever, but they consistently slip from the throne, their player numbers drop, the the company continually frustrates the the community and the users. I don't think they can remain king forever now there there are changes that they've made to the game to help them find bugs and, and fix them faster that doesn't even seem to have met it out they seem to continually have problems and struggles and if you could build a truly next gen beautiful looking mmo fps that makes call of duty look like you know dated because at some levels it is it's very satisfying it's very popular it's endemic to the gaming world but i do think that it could potentially be a reality even though if i was in charge i would say no forget all that noise create other live service games create other live service game types that market i don't think you want to go over there and try that out you're going to waste a lot of blood and treasure After it's all said and done, the hope would be that buyouts lead to strong investment into the property and new games help to foster more competition. But (laughs) I don't have a whole lot of hope that these companies are going to do that. Massive consolidation and buyouts typically don't go well for us as consumers. I believe we are on the precipice of a buying war in the gaming space And I don't think gamers win. Only the companies who spend the big bucks will come out on top. And that's the show open. I... That's the show open. I want to know what you guys think about these rumors. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. A terrible weekend. We lost power for an entire day. I couldn't get anything done. And then this morning, AT&T was out. So I don't want to stream on AT&T. I feel like maybe they were doing maintenance. So I'm streaming on Spectrum. That would, that that slowed me down this morning. I just, yeah. You need to educate Doc Dark on this. He ran with that narrative. Which narrative did Doc run with? That what, that, that, that Sony needs Call of Duty for its first party titles? I love that when I read the actual document, I'm like, that's not what it says. That's, it doesn't say that at all. It doesn't. It's like one Xboxer with a YouTube channel ran with that narrative and then everybody went there. Now, yeah, I knew people were going to bring up SOCOM. I didn't put SOCOM in my show open for a very particular reason. I don't know anything about SOCOM. I don't think you'd have to... I don't think you could use an existing piece of property. I don't. I think you would need to walk out with a brand new piece of property, a brand new shooter to say, this is... 
the next big shooter. FPS, MMO, no. Killzone, SOCOM, I don't think you want to use existing property because of the stigma. People, I already played that. I, I played SOCOM. Uh, SOCOM's not good. Uh, Killzone, bleh, right? You, you got to take your nostalgia glasses off. You, you would create barriers for people if you use an existing property. I think it would need to be a brand new piece of property. Lono burying the lead. Microsoft is buying ABK to increase their revenue stream so that in theory they can use that money for their first party. That's the part Lono's brushing over. I'm not brushing over that. Where did I brush over that? I was one of the few people, Mike... No, you're being completely misrepresentative of my content. If you go back when I was telling people that Microsoft would have a financial reason to keep Call of Duty on Sony, I said it was a 900 IQ play. I said they can bolster Game Pass while making money from their competitors, and then they can use all that revenue to reinvest in their ecosystem. You're not paying attention if you think I'm I'm the one that ran with that narrative when all you Xbox guys were telling me that Call of Duty would leave the other platforms i'm like no no they wouldn't i was like they they won all that money and then microsoft all but came out and said it like yeah we're counting on that revenue what do you mean burying the lead the lead story over the weekend the lead story over the weekend is sony's gonna buy take two as a response to the abk deal This is the lead. The lead is, how does Sony compete if this deal goes through? What are they going to do to compete with that much property suddenly being owned by their competitor? And so I walked out with a theory. Well, at Take-Two, they've spent a lot of money. Maybe they buy Take-Two. Maybe they buy Ubisoft and Square Enix. Maybe they set their sights on building an MMO FPS. What's good feed? I see you in the chat. Guys, we need a ton more likes. We need a ton more likes. Smash that thumbs up button. Smash that like button. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel so you can talk in the chat. You guys got a long way to go if you want me doing a Just Dance stream. So get it started. Member goal, 0 out of 25. And we're doing a sale. Uh, You can get our triple threat for 45 bucks. All three coffee flavors for $45. Use code MarchMadness at ReforgeRoast.com. I remember you saying that. I agreed with that. I used the same argument to say that's why you shouldn't worry they would take ABK money drivers from Sony. It made no sense. Okay, but Mike, you have to listen carefully. You have to listen carefully. Prior to their concessions, prior to Microsoft's concessions to the to the regulatory bodies, they were only talking about Call of Duty, and then they kept referencing Minecraft. Prior to Friday, I had zero confidence that Microsoft was going to leave things be. It's like, yeah, they'll leave Call of Duty on on PlayStation, but th- what about the rest of the property? What about all the rest of the games? And listen, I don't want Sony buying Take-Two and all these other companies. I don't want to enter a buying war. All we've heard is Microsoft can afford it. Watch out, they got big pockets. The whole time, people failing to separate Microsoft and Xbox. And now that it's possible Sony is going to be on a spree, everyone is like... I want to see the rest of this thought. PlayStation doesn't need to acquire a big publisher. Even factoring in Call of Duty, PlayStation still brings in more revenue than Xbox. Yeah, everybody's saying PlayStation can't afford it. Completely disregarding Sony. That's exactly right. Rockin' Robin's gonna start us off on the day every 25 members, and I gotta gift five back to the community if you're here and you want to join the conversation. We're talking about Sony. How can Sony compete? They're think, they're, there's rumors they're wanting to buy Take-Two. There's rumors that they're wanting to buy 
Uh, well, I think they want to buy Ubisoft and Square Enix. That's my own theory. And, you know, and, and Creature really pushed me on this. He's like, come on, look at what's happening. Look at the pattern. These guys want to be bought. Who's the best company to buy them? I, Sony. Sony be in a great position to buy these guys. I think the factions game that Naughty Dog could bring uh, what Sony needs to compete if they can create a game as service with a compelling story at the level of The Last of Us. I mean... <sighs> I, I here's the challenge, Lion. This is this is my belief. I'm open to being wrong about this. My belief is you can't rival Call of Duty with an existing piece of property. It would have to be a brand new game. You'd have to market the snot out of it. Like when Destiny came on the scene, everyone was like, what's Destiny, right? You'd have to have that level of like entering the market, brand new IP, and you'd have like, you know, Square Enix and Ubisoft involved on it or something like, or, or take two. I don't think you can use existing property. There's too much stigma. The Last of Us? Really? The Last of Us is going to come out with a shooter? Like, and people would do the same thing I think was so common Killzone. I think people would say, ah, pff, those are old games. Those are old games. My dad plays those games. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Apex Legends would be another example. Apex Legends jumped into the market. Brand, brand new property. John always with 18 months of membership. Six months to my two-year badge. The wait is over. Thank you, John. I don't know if there's any validity to the Take-Two rumor, but what I do know is that Sony will start buying up more. They're in the natural progression. There is This is the natural progression in consolidation. I just feel like they're trying something different with factions. I don't think you're wrong, Lion. I think factions could be amazing. I don't think factions could rival Call of Duty. It's attached to existing property, and I think that hurts it. In that particular contest. I don't think being attached to The Last of Us... Uh, the last of us hurts it in general I think it hurts it in the contest against Call of Duty because you have to think within the realm of loyalty people are loyal to Call of Duty how will you get them to come to another game you ain't gonna do it with existing property yeah I've been there done that I played those games I've seen those games those games look like trash we've seen this in telecommunications and cable right This is what I have to say to any pro Xbox guys out there that thought this Xbox Activision deal is great. We're about to enter the content war. We're about to enter a buying war where big companies are going to try to buy up all these studios, developers, and publishers. And if you don't like that, if you're like, oh, I don't know about all this. If, if, If everybody gets bought up. That, that could be really bad for us. That could really shrink the market into silos of you're either blue or you're green. I don't know if I like this. Yeah, well, welcome to what happens when a $70 billion Activision deal goes through. Look at what Disney did. Is it? Is it? Look at what Disney did. Disney spent almost the exact same amount of money on 21st Century Fox. Has that been better for for us as the consumer to have all that property under one umbrella? Has that been better for you? I I, I don't know if it has. I would argue that probably not, because Disney's just going to keep raising their prices. And if you want to watch their stuff, if you want to watch their property, it's all over there. If Sony does this, if Sony gobbles up all these companies and Microsoft gobbles up all these companies, is that going to be good for us? I, I I don't think so. Look at the content war between Amazon, Disney, and Netflix. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. We're entering the content war. It's happening with television and movies, and now it's coming to your doorstep in gaming. 
maybe, just maybe, you're starting to see why the Xbox Activision deal might not be a good idea. It might not be might not be a good idea. <laughs> Next step for Microsoft is to buy Sony. Uh, that, that's not that's not possible. Weren't we in a war already? Seems like two years ago I could hear was Xbox has no games, Xbox has no exclusives. I mean, and boo, I'm not debating the minutia of like when it started. What I'm saying is that's different. If you have companies right now that own a bunch of studios and the question keeps getting put out there, where are the games, where are the games, where are the games? The answer to that question is not necessarily, it doesn't have to be, yep, we got to let all these guys buy up companies. That's how you do it. Still having trouble today. Internet outage services caused by power outages. Oh yeah, AT&T seems to be back on. I'm not streaming on it though. I wasn't going to take the risk. They were clearly doing something this morning. Guys, could we see 200 likes on this video? We are off to a super strong start, but folks are not clicking. You got to click that thumbs up. Minimize chat, click the thumbs up. If you've never been here before, I'm a safe for work broadcaster and likes help the video find more people. Almost 500 people here. Get it going, especially if you haven't subscribed yet. Hit subscribe so you can talk in the chat. Debate this. How does Sony compete? What are they going to do? Are they going to scoop up companies? Are they going to buy up companies? Are they actually going to try to create something to compete with Call of Duty? Are they going to do it? Are they going to create a shooter that can rival this absolute Leviathan title globally? I don't know if they can. Disney losing so much money that they might sell Hulu to Comcast. Subscription services don't make money, it seems. Oh, jeez, it doesn't. Really? <laughs> Some weird manufacturer console wars between fans isn't the same. Right. I'm not talking about people fighting in YouTube chats or Reddit or Twitter. I'm talking about major companies saying, in order for us to thrive and go forward, we must scoop up and buy up companies. That's what's going to happen. There will be reverberations from the Activision Blizzard deal. The Xbox Activision deal will create market reverberations. Sony will try to scoop up companies. I don't know. Nintendo might get in the game. Who knows? Amazon will certainly throw their hat in the ring because Amazon's trying to get into the gaming space. And and we all know Amazon's got deep pockets. Amazon's got money to spend. They do. My point wasn't who started it or when it started, rather that it was already ongoing and is the most wars in history. Things, As with most wars in history, things always ramp up. Yeah, but there's a big difference between, as I said, gamers competing and battling and bickering online and the companies themselves doing it economically, right? There's a big difference between the two. The like button stole your sweet rolls, chat. Yeah. <coughs> Will they keep this Leviathan title on all platforms like Microsoft claims they will do? It's not going to compete with crap if it's only on one platform. Sven, that's an excellent point. I don't think Call of Duty ever leaves Sony. I don't think so. I don't. Because I don't think Microsoft would ever say, Hey, um, 13% of Activision's revenue came from Sony. Let's, um... Let's just chop that off. Like, you're not going to do that. You're not going to do that. You're not going to look at it. <clears throat> you spend $70 billion to buy a company, 
and there's existing revenue streams that accounts for 13% there's no way there's no way made it cheeks what's good icebreaker how are you welcome on in welcome on in appreciate you guys tuning in every single day of the week we do live streams our second stream today right in line with a lot of what we're talking about we're going to see what rare is doing with sea of thieves yes you can when microsoft funds xbox gaming sony gaming is separate to sony and there is not the pockets to even try to compete buying game property is only one winner like it or not Creature says, what I'm saying, since we haven't seen it, since we have seen it in the telecommunications, cable, and now streaming services, we will see everyone have to pick a side. Everyone in gaming will end up on either Sony, Microsoft, or Nintendo's side team or partnerships. No one will be immune to it. Even Tencent and Embracer, no one will be immune. We've seen this happen in other industries, and we are now seeing the beginning of it in gaming. Jolly good show. Thank you, Lufi. Think about it from that perspective. Imagine being a publisher, and imagine being a developer and watching this play out. You're going to have to pick a side. You're going to have to pick a side. That's what I've been trying to say for months. It's not about these existing big games. Just like it's going to be with Bungie, the key will be new games ABK or Bungie creates. Bungie has under contract that all future titles they create are multi-platform. That's a false equivalency to ABK. ABK could take properties outside of Call of Duty and put them elsewhere. However, they've made concessions that for the next 10 years, all Activision games will remain on rival consoles. That concession's good for 10 years. And then they made the, you know, they obviously made the promise to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo and other platforms. Matt, with 25 months at a member plus, miss you guys. Sorry for not being around, having some health issues. Just restocked my coffee with four bags. My man, first coffee order of the day in a five spot from Dark Taco. Big dog. When do we see Game Pass app on PS5? Never. Never. They're, why would they do that? Sony has no interest in that. Thank you for the four bags of light roast, Matt. My man. Well, let's get some members going here. We got people going today. We got good conversations happening. Nobody's being nasty. Let's get some members rocking and rolling. You guys want those Just Dance streams? You got to bring the heat. You get to bring the heat. Listen, listen. The idea that Sony doesn't have the money to throw around, you're not paying attention. They do have money to throw around. Everybody wants to cite Microsoft having deep pockets and, oh, they can spend lots of money. They can spend lots of money. Sony themselves have spent a lot of money. From 2018 to now, Sony has spent nearly $25 billion just in acquisitions across all their divisions, right? They, they, so the PlayStation is getting the short end of the stick. They've not had as much. Yo, Matt's going to get five members to the community, gifting those five, taking us to six on the day. Thank you, Matt. Goes to Chris, Virus, Phantom, Steven, J-Jab, and Grim Reap Show. If you guys just got gifted a member and you want to pay it forward, you can always gift one at a time and get a member train going. Call it the Pay It Forward Initiative. Eventually, the console will be the TV. You buy the games, it'll all be digital. But Sony is broke. Yeah, the idea that Sony doesn't have money to throw around, I, I just don't think that that's, I don't think that's a feasible narrative. They have money, they can spend. But the question is, do they want to? Activision was looking to sell. If it wasn't Microsoft, it was probably going to be Tencent. The fact that Tencent didn't get them is a win for the gamers in my book. Well, I think what would have been a win for gamers, Hassan, is Activision getting broken up. So it would have maintained some semblance of distribution instead of consolidation. 
Like, I think it would have been far better for ABK to get broken up. I don't want Tencent having them. I don't want anybody having them. They're too big for one company to suddenly acquire them. It's why I don't... I'm looking at Sony thinking, well, if Sony buys Take-Two and Bungie... I'm sorry, they already bought Bungie. If Sony buys Take-Two and they buy UB and they buy Square, like, I don't want to go down that road, bro. I don't want to go down that road. I don't want Sony scooping up and consolidating either. I've always told you guys that if Sony wanted to buy Activision Blizzard or Amazon or any other company, I'd be against it. I'd be like, no, that's not good for us. Consumers don't benefit when the companies start siloing up and consolidating. It hasn't helped us with streaming TV and movie services. It hasn't helped us with cable and internet. And it hasn't helped us with cell phones. It hasn't helped us at all. Microsoft buying ABK is to secure Game Pass's success. They don't care about anyone else. I think that's oversimplifying it. I think they also want massive, massive mobile revenue because the, the, the industry is shifting heavily to, to that. Activision Blizzard didn't get broken up, so Microsoft was the best possible option for gamers. You're not going to get me to admit that it's a good situation for gamers. No. No. Oh, yeah, so this didn't happen... And uh, this mobster bought it instead of this mobster. This guy tends to be a little bit nicer. Like, that doesn't matter to me. That doesn't matter to me. In the end, you still did the same thing. Derek says, Lono, given Microsoft's recent and current track record with exclusives, either legit IPs or shelf-bought devs, why do you think Xbox fans still hang on to the wait-until-they-buy arguments? I mean... There, there is something that happens to people, Derek, when your brand sells them hope instead of a game. <laughs> I went through this. There were many, many times I went through this in my Destiny coverage. There was eras of that game where they sold us hope. They didn't sell us a game. And I think a lot of what Microsoft has done for some people, not everybody, but there are some fans who have bought in hook, line, and sinker to hope as opposed to their existing properties like their existing properties aren't in a great state right now oh they could be they could be they could be they'll get there they'll get there they'll get there it's like again I, you're, you're selling me hope you're not selling me games every other gaming console that will want to compete with Microsoft and Sony will just be welcomed to the clown show Microsoft marketing pay, play hundreds of fantastic games on Xbox just not ours uh, their track record would suggest that they will destroy ABK so I completely do not get the excitement East Coast Overlord with a $5 Super Chat tip. Comparing Microsoft to a mobster is surprisingly accurate. Good analogy. Yeah, I mean, they're coming in and they're saying, listen, listen, listen. It'd be a lot better if we owned you. It'd be a lot better if we owned this whole street of shops. And then another mobster comes in and goes, actually, it'd be better if we owned you. Who cares who ends up doing it? It's not good for the consumer. You're... You're having your options shrunk. You just don't see it yet. So when we're like, hey, how does Sony compete? Well, Sony will have to buy Take-Two, and Sony will have to buy UB, and uh, and Sony will have to buy uh, uh, Square Enix. I, I don't want that to happen either. That doesn't sound good for me. That doesn't sound good. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, whoa. Are we? Is that what's going to happen? Everything's going to get gobbled up? And then existing publishers and existing developers are going to be faced with a choice. Which ecosystem is best for you? Which ecosystem throws the most money at you? We're going to go, we're going to 100% go down the road into more of this like split off insulated ecosystems. And then you are going to have to choose as well. 
look at what happened to TV shows and movies as a, as a test case. You got to choose where you spend your money now. Now, the, the beauty of subscription services for movies and TV shows is you can literally buy one and go crazy for a month and binge everything and then cancel it and buy another. If you take like the every other month shake up your TV subscription services, that's awesome. Gaming's not quite in that category. If you're like, well, I got to go to that platform to buy this game. You can't hop around that easily. Now, you can do that with Game Pass, sure. You can buy Game Pass and then cancel it a couple months later after you feel like, yeah, I got to play uh, Redfall, and I got to play Starfield, I got to play all these games, and then after a couple months, I'm not really playing them anymore, I can cancel my subscription. That's one of the reasons these subscription services aren't faring very well, because people do that. Like, the loyalty's not there, so they're constantly dealing with churn, which means they're not making great money. Mac with a 22-month subscription. Let's go. Finally got the renewal message to pop up. Keep up the great work. Thank you, sir. Yeah, you have to buy their hardware as a prerequisite. Like, I don't need to buy hardware to use Disney+. Plus. Uh, I don't need to buy hardware to buy uh, to, to watch Netflix or Hulu. I just need an internet connection and a screen. So, in my mind, like, people keep trying to make this like, oh, it sounds like you're hating on Xbox. No, I'm not. We, we said that this would be bad for the market. What what's about to take place if the rumors are beat to be believed what's about to take place isn't good for any of us what you think I'm going to throw confetti in the air and be like yeah Sony's making some big spending moves and buying up company no why would I do that I mean the Xbox guys do it they they think it's great when Xbox buys up companies why cuz they're biased and they don't I don't I think they lack integrity I'm not going to do that if Sony starts doing it. I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to pl- I'm going to argue for the user. I'm going to argue for the consumer. You can gift on mobile now. Dark Taco just gifted a membership and it went to Alex Gaming. Welcome on in to membership Alex Gaming. Guys, test that out. See how many of you can gift on mobile now. And we're starting to see that the prices may not be as good as we thought. We're headed towards Walmart Target situation. Prices are good. Quality isn't necessarily there. And while that's okay for groceries and home goods, it's not good for the creative industry. How's it bad for the market when the market is Sony for the most part? This creates competition. How is the market Sony for the most part? Where are you getting that fact? Where are you getting that fact? Do you want to run a revenue report on Steam and mobile and maybe not say something that's just not even substantiated within the marketplace? What do you mean most of the market is Sony? FTC data? Aren't you the guy that said the other day that Sony owns 80% of the market? I don't know if I should listen to your data points. East Coast Overlord gifted a membership, taking us to eight on the day. Eight on the day. I don't think your data is reliable. DMA and the FTC data? No, you're misrepresenting those data points. Nope. You're misrepresenting those data points. Within the console space, Sony generates 80% of the revenue. They do. Hold on to your hat. The minute you leave that environment, none of that's true. That's called a contextual reality. In 2019, Apple made more money on games than Sony, Nintendo, Xbox, and Activision combined. So cut the false narrative. Sony is not most of the market. That's not true. 
That's a false narrative that's being driven by guys that don't understand numbers and, and statistics. Is a Switch a console? You conveniently have to leave out Nintendo to get that 80%. So is that 80% number literally Xbox versus Sony? Is it even that contextually drilled down? Yo, thank you, Jeffrey, for 12 months. Welcome back in. Doesn't even feel like a year. Thank you for a whole year. Microsoft owns 70% of the global market. That is true. Since Sony didn't want Nintendo involved, it's 80%. Oh, it's an Xbox versus Sony stat. Yeah, see, you're taking us down a road that is irrelevant, and I'm not going to let you do it. You've done this before. Debating with you is such a waste of time because you, you completely take us down into Red Herringville. That's where you live. You're the mayor of Red Herring Town. That's not relevant to the discussion. It isn't. We are talking about Sony can compete. Their plans to compete would be spending a ton of money and buying up companies. That level of consolidation is bad for the market. Oh, but Sony's 80% of the market. No, they're not. When we press on your statistical claim, it's false. They're not 80% of the market. They beat the snot out of Xbox. 80 20 but they're not 80 percent of the market and that 80 percent is just in the eu yeah it's just in the eu what a cherry-picked garbage stat sony versus xbox in the eu is an 80 20 split therefore sony's 80 percent of the market what's the big deal um they're 80 percent of the global market is what you stated Get the frick out of here with your cherry-picked stats and your distractions Stop. Yeah, and 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 Sony does like a ninety-six four percent split in Japan. That's not the global market. It's not the global market. Sony's kicked the snot out of out of Microsoft in Japan for years. That's not even surprising. FTC took Nintendo out of the equation, Lono. Why are you brushing over that? Microsoft didn't want to do that. Okay, I didn't say Microsoft wanted to do that. What I'm saying is people are using that stat to say this deal should go through. Maybe I misspoke. So maybe Microsoft isn't the one that tried to drive that narrative. He's in my chat right now driving it, and I've seen people driving that narrative on Twitter. What's the big deal? Sony's 80% of the market. Are they threatened by Microsoft suddenly getting a leg up? And it's like, they're not 80% of the market. You're literally running a false narrative. It's a false narrative. And if and if the and if the FTC or the EU are trying to drill down on specific comparisons of revenue, we don't know why they're doing that. You'd have to read that in context. What was the point of that comparison? Were they specifically analyzing the realities of the economic structure of the EU and the impact this would have on the EU? That has nothing to do with, as you said, the global market. That's the EU. That's them saying, hey, with our market currently, Sony versus Xbox, this is how it shakes out. We're entertaining this as an idea that this could far, you know, this could harm Sony or whatever. You're, you're ripping that out of context and acting like it has to do with the global gaming market. If it goes into a buying war, I'm telling you, that's bad for us. I don't want Sony scooping up all these companies either. Those are the numbers Microsoft threw out to bolster their own case. Yeah, I saw I saw Microsoft and Activision drawing attention to that in their press conference. Don't tell me oh, it was the FTC, it was the EU, it was the CMA, it wasn't Microsoft. They use that as a talking point. 
to act like we're not a threat to Sony. The, 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 the big the big picture in the big discussion do you want Sony buying take two do you want Sony buying up all these properties all these companies isn't it nice as a consumer when we can find five movie companies under one streaming service rather than have the sub for each <laughs> that's how they slip the knife in slowly Russell yeah yeah it's great that's great that's how they slip the knife in slowly and you're going to turn around and in five years, Russell, you'll be spending more than you ever spent on cable. Mark my words. Mark my words. You want all the movie companies? You want them all? You, you, uh, you want? Oh, yeah. Let one company buy them all. That'll be great for us. No, it won't. No, it won't. They're going to, if you think for a minute, Amazon's already shown you the future. They've already shown you the future. They're doing the same thing the cable companies do. They buy up the companies, and then you can subscribe to them a la carte. So you've got Prime, but then you got HBO, and then you got Paramount, and then you got Showtime. They're doing the same thing. You're not going to be spending less money. You're going to be spending more. You're going to put all under one envelope, one umbrella. And if you want it, you got to go to the big dogs. And the big dogs are going to say, where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? <laughs> we got it all. You got to pay us. And they'll raise their prices. And what will you do? What will you do? Where will you go? That's the point. It, when you consolidate the market to silos like that, that's not good for you. They think Sony sets merger regulatory process rules. I, yeah, I'm, I'm done with red herrings from people who don't understand what's actually happening with these regulatory bodies. These are the same people that were in here telling me Call of Duty would get ripped from Sony and the regulatory bodies could do nothing. Meanwhile, Xbox days ago was like, okay, our concession is all Activision titles will remain on rival consoles for 10 years. Uh, what, what was that, everybody, who said that the regulatory bodies couldn't do anything, couldn't stand in the way, couldn't stop this, couldn't change this deal, they had no power? What, what are you saying now? Those are the same people that are in here misquoting cherry pick stats because their favorite Xbox YouTuber did it. And it's nothing to do with the discussion. We're discussing how can Sony compete? I've said probably 18 times this morning, I don't really want Sony consolidating the market any more than I want Microsoft doing it. But I got guys in here trying to run some narrative about Microsoft and Xbox. Like, drop your insecurity. Drop your loyalty to a piece of plastic. You're not going to turn this into an Xbox versus Sony debate where you try to make me look like a Sony fanboy because you trot out brain-dead, unsubstantiated claims that I got to smack down, and then it looks like I'm just beating up on Xbox. You guys are the ones that set that stage time and time again. You come in here and say just absolutely two brain cell dumb-dumb things like, yeah, Sony is definitely going to lose Call of Duty. Nope. Yeah, these regulatory bodies, they're not going to get in the way. They don't want to be embarrassed. Nope. These regulatory bodies don't have any power. Nope. Microsoft's going to get this deal just as the way that they want it. Nope. And the entire time we've had to have that debate, I've had to smack down all those dumb, stupid statements and then people look at me like I'm a fanboy. Like, that guy's guy's just anti-Xbox. No. I'm not. I've smacked down really, really dumb things for six months. Take two would cost near twenty-eight billion. Analysts are estimating it'd be about a twenty billion dollar acquisition. 
about 20. I'm not misquoting anything. I do not care if COD stays on Sony. I always thought it would stay. So that argument, I was in here saying crazy stuff doesn't apply to me. Right, but Mike, my point is, a guy just came in and did it. He says, Sony owns 80% of the market globally. That is, it's false. That's not true. And when I spend valuable time and energy smacking that down, it's weaponized to make me look like I'm a Sony fanboy. Because all of a sudden, you put me in the position of defending Sony. Don't you see? It's a rigged game. It's a rigged game. It's like, oh, we're going to enter the discussion and we're going to make Lono smack down the dumbest stuff. And then we're going to turn around and use that as evidence that he's a fanboy. No, you're disrupting a show about Sony, PlayStation. How can they compete? If this is the way they're going, if the rumors are to be believed and Sony's ramping up to do a bunch of purchases, I don't want that. I don't think that's good for the market. But that's not good for your narrative about me, so you have to enter the discussion and create some other discussion so that I have to talk about Xbox. I have to talk about Sony and how much money they make versus Xbox. It's just... It, it, that isn't a fair way to handle the discussion. I want you guys... To, you got, Some of you guys got to stop doing that. You do know that all the Xbox people want this. I personally was fine with it before they bought Activision. Here's what's going to be really interesting to me. Right? This is what will be interesting to me long term. Let's say all this takes place. Right? Me quoting FTC numbers is me being a fanboy. You didn't quote the FTC numbers. You stated something that was false. Now you're repackaging it. You are hanging on by a thread of my patience. You came in and said something that was false. You said that Sony owns 80% of the global market. That isn't true. It isn't. Cut the crap. If all this goes through, if Microsoft gets ABK with their concessions, and Sony decides to respond with their own purchases, I'm here to tell you, there will be people that suddenly are like, I don't know if I like this. They were probably very pro Xbox buying ABK. Just wait. Just wait. Wait till all your favorite companies are getting bought up like cattle. You're not going to like it. They will be the reverberations of a $70 billion acquisition. Because look at what Disney did to streaming services. They buy 21st Century Fox for $71 billion and look at what happened. It was a freaking buyer's market. Everybody's buying everything up. And now look at your streaming services. I said 70% of the global console market based on the rules set by Sony and the FTC. No, it's not what you said. Your original statement was not that. Not going live on the Tickety Talk. I didn't feel like messing with it this morning because I was having technical issues with AT&T. So I didn't even record a short this morning. I was, I was, it was, I was a little frazzled. We had windstorms. We had 290,000 people in the city without power. Today, it's around 50,000 people without power. We had no power all day Saturday. And today, I went to boot up and get everything started. And my AT&T was down because they're doing maintenance on the lines and stuff. 
So I was just like, I was not in, in sorts. I had no show prep. I did all my show prep this morning. I did all my show prep this morning. So yeah, that's why I'm not live over on the Tickety Talk. I'm not asking for sympathy. There are people right now who still don't have power. We lost all of our food in both of our refrigerators. It, it, it sucked real bad. Louisville's response to the power outage was really, really slow, and I have no idea why. It was a windstorm. It must have caused, it must have caused massive damage. Not like downed lines, but like there must have been like power junctures that got damaged or something. Uh, it's Microsoft's own numbers. Why Microsoft's claim that it has 20% market share in Europe versus PlayStation's 80 was accurate. All right, yeah, here we go. In a press briefing, let's let's data check you again, JC, since we have to do this so often. In a press briefing, Microsoft's Brad Smith went further. He said, globally, it's 70-30. In Japan, it's 96-4. And while there are some fluctuations over time, these numbers have been remarkably steady for two decades. So they're saying, they're highlighting the fact that the, the market share of the console sector in Europe revealed that PlayStation holds 80% of the market, whereas Xbox holds 20. Oh, and that's so surprising that Brad Smith took that statistic and then said globally, right? So he's trying to paint the picture that globally Microsoft is at a 70-30 split against Sony, making it seem to the drive-by person, oh yeah, Sony has 70% of the market console versus xbox yes but that stat doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean anything in the grand discussion who cares yo a five dollar uh, a five gifted members from quintar taking us up to 13 members on the day a 50 dollar super chat from matt food for the fridges my friend oh i didn't bring that up for y'all to do that that's very kind matt thank you Thank you. If you're choosing between Super Chats and Gifteds, do the Gifted. I get the 50 bucks either way, Matt, but that's 10 people getting a membership. We're trying to get back up to those good member numbers to unlock some things. We will do the doubleheader horror game weekend this weekend. I couldn't do it on Friday and Saturday. I didn't have power. I had no way of letting you know that. I was sitting here in a dark house with nothing. So... You need you you guys need to know that I will I will make it right I will make it right I'm in Louisville Kentucky it was bad it was real real bad so that's why that I had we had I was we we it was terrible the kids were amazing could I get 27 more likes on this video we are discussing the latest PlayStation news is that there are rumors swirling that Sony will buy Take Two Interactive a PlayStation Take Two Interactive deal is being rumored. I was going to theorize that if PlayStation wants to compete with Call of Duty, because everybody keeps saying that's what they need to do, I argue they would need to build an MMO FPS, and if they got Ubisoft and Square Enix, they could help them do it. They could help them do it. That that was that was kind of my, one of my opening arguments, but I had to include the Take-Two stuff, I had to include the Call of Duty revenue, the 13% revenue coming from Sony to Activision, I had to include all that. Is Take-Two even selling? I don't know. Sitting in a dark basement with a candle, holding a controller, gently weeping. Well, we couldn't open the refrigerators, but thank God for bourbon. <laughs> Friday night, we sat on the couch, we played some board games, and we had some Woodford Reserve. We, it, was, it wasn't too bad. Saturday was when I started to get agitated, because I was like, they're barely moving the needle on the number of people without power. Like, come the frick on. It was a beautiful day. Like, it wasn't still storming anymore. 
Sony did not push for not including Nintendo. That would actively hurt their case. Use your brain. Right. You're acting like Sony pushed for that comparison. Microsoft is pushing for that comparison because they're trying to make... We don't do old fashions. We just drink it straight up. We've done old fashions before. My wife prefers it neat, and I kind of do too. I like a little bit of ice, and she doesn't. Like, listen to me. Listen to me. It's far better for Microsoft's case to convince the EU to convince you that this is a them versus Sony scenario, right? Because if you compare Microsoft to Sony and Nintendo, suddenly the numbers aren't so stark. Do you see? You go into Japan, you go globally, and you compare how much revenue and console distribution Nintendo has and Sony has and Xbox has on like a pie chart, it's not going to look so dichotomous. It isn't. Sony didn't want Nintendo involved. Like, where are you getting that? Sony didn't want no- Nintendo numbers in the case. Why did they say why? Who and where is that quote coming from? In one of the documents, Sony literally said that they are—they're not the same as Xbox and PlayStation. You guys know nothing. Okay, so Sony doesn't want the comparison drawn. That still has nothing to do with today's discussion. That has nothing to do with today's discussion. In fact, let me grant your point. Once again, we're in Red Herringville with the mayor of Red of Red Herring Town, JC. This has nothing to do with the discussion, but here we are having a picnic on on Red Herring Road. If Sony if Sony is arguing to leave out Nintendo and the stats shake out that globally speaking, uh, Xbox versus PlayStation is a 70-30 split, do you really want the reverberations of the Xbox Activision deal to lead to more buyouts? Do you want Sony to buy more companies? Let's just grant your point. Let's do it because I'm tired of disputing it. You're right. You're right. Sony's got 70% of the market. Isn't true. Let's just say it's true. The discussion on the table today is how does Sony compete? We have rumors swirling of a Sony Take-Two interactive deal. I have my own speculations that Sony and PlayStation are going to try to buy Ubisoft and Square Enix. If we enter into a buying war, it will be a response to the Activision Blizzard deal. It will be a response to the Xbox Activision deal. So you need to remember, if you are super pro Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard, then buckle up. Because to be consistent, that's the era that we're about to enter. And if you want to start saying, well, no, I don't want so I don't want them, then your bias is just clearly seen. Because if you were totally okay with Microsoft dropping $70 billion on the market, that would be like being okay with, with Disney buying 21st Century Fox for $71 billion, but then being angry when other companies started buying up property as well in the TV movie market. <clears throat> Eugene says, regulatories have separated it because they wanted to compare Gen 9 consoles and the Switch's Gen 8. It's not Sony doing it. There you go. Another false... It sounds like another false narrative. Yeah, it was Sony. Sony pushed for that. Sony pushed for that. It sounds like the regulators did it because of the generations of the consoles. PayPal here? What is PayPal here? Oh, it's a service. I don't use it. It's being discontinued. 
It's being discontinued. I've, I've never used it in my life. <clears throat> Sony cannot win in a buyout? <clears throat> well, I mean, if it just comes down to raw spending, I, it's hard to know. Where's the music from today? It is stream tunes. I think they may have added music. Hang on, let me check. They added music. No, they've not added music since December. So it's, but it's the stream tunes playlist. Tony said it as well. There's documents. My goodness. Okay, Miguel, people were coming in and trying to claim that it was all Sony that pushed for it. It sounds like it was both Sony and the regulators agreeing if you're really going to compare console sales, you can't have the Switch in the mix because the Switch is not this generation. If you want to compare, I'm assuming that what were they comparing? PlayStation 5 to Series X and S? Is that what they were comparing? This new era that we're in? Or were they considering or were they considering the Nintendo Switch weaker than the PlayStation 4? <clears throat> Again, you're driving the narrative. You're driving the narrative, not me. The narrative like, Sony did it. Sony wanted that comparison. It was Sony. And it's like, Microsoft was certainly pleased with the results. They said in a press conference, yeah, globally, Sony's kicking a crap out of a 70-30 split. Microsoft didn't have any problem with that split. Isn't Switch outselling both? It, but it's been in the market longer. It's not a fair comparison. You can't compare Nintendo Switch market saturation to PS5 and the Series XS because you're you're dealing with you're dealing with a, a longer standing console, lower price point. It's not. It's not. A, yeah, Nintendo Switch is though. It is saturating the market more than everybody else. Oh, somebody just tipped five dollars. Hang on a second. That leaker was right about Sony Bungie. Oh, so this is the guy that claimed Sony Bungie. Titan Media, what do you think about them using Ghost Recon to compete if they buy Ubisoft? Thank you for the $5 tip. Okay, so the premise of my argument starting out this morning was that I believe the only way, by the way, I don't think you can compete with Call of Duty, but if somebody made me do it, they said, no, you need to come up with a plan right now, right? The whole gun to my head situation. Like, if you made me come out with a plan, this would be my plan. You would need to build an MMO FPS. It would need to be a massive multiplayer online FPS, and it would need to be a new IP. I don't think you could you could use existing IP. There's too much stigma. Somebody would say, I've played SOCOM. I've played Ghost Recon. I've played Killzone. I've played The Last of Us. It would need to be a brand new IP. You'd have to market the absolute snot out of it. Todd's not the juggernaut it once was. You, you don't understand the player numbers, the revenue numbers, Call of Duty Mobile. No, you guys that think, oh yeah, you could totally compete with Call of Duty. Sure. It, who, why has nobody done it then? Why has nobody done it? If you could just do it, if it's as easy as everybody says it is, then, then why has nobody done it? Here's, here's a real brain tickler for you. Let me just put out some premises that often get trotted out in my chat and on the internet. Microsoft's got deep pockets, baby. They can spend as much money as they want. They'll beat Sony in a spending war. Interesting. Okay, so let's table that. Let's get that on the table. Microsoft has insanely deep pockets. 
They have so much money, they could beat Sony in a buying war. Interesting. Okay, let's put another thing on the table. 48% of the people who buy Call of Duty buy it on PlayStation. Huh. Okay. Last premise. Are you ready for the plane to land on your house? Here it comes. You could totally create a Call of Duty rival. Oh, 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 yeah? Well, gee, who would be in the best position to do that? The company that, according to the fanboys, has more money than God, according to the stats, sells the minority of the Call of Duty community, and then, hey, you could build a Call of Duty competitor. Do it. Do it, Microsoft. If it's so easy to create a Call of Duty competitor, wouldn't it stand to reason that the company with the never-ending deep pockets of funds and monies and the people that don't even sell Call of Duty, even one-to-one that sells on Sony, wouldn't you think that they would do it if it was so easy? Why is Microsoft not making a Call of Duty competitor? They have a financial reason to. 48% of the people who buy Call of Duty buy it on PlayStation. Microsoft would be the best company to create a Call of Duty competitor. Why can't you do it? Why can't you do it? You have unlimited funds. Microsoft's apparently got unlimited funds. And you clearly haven't been able to secure a Call of Duty audience. So this idea that like, oh, Sony could do it. Sony could create a Call of Duty competitor. Why would Sony create a Call of Duty competitor when their ecosystem has 48% of the people buying Call of Duty? Why would they do that? You want them to spend money to compete with one of their own massive revenue funnels? It doesn't make any sense. It makes way more sense for, for Microsoft to do it. Buying companies is a form of competition. The fact that you don't see that is amazing. The fact that you think buying companies is a form of competition means you would flunk out of community college your first economics course. You want to talk down to me? I'll I'll, I'll do it better than you do. $5 from Space Dovahkiin. After this case, a revenge acquisition is going to be basically impossible for Sony, especially after the subpoena papers come out. Regulators now know now. Yeah, but what do you mean? So they would let them... So they would let Microsoft buy a $70 billion acquisition, but they wouldn't let Sony do it for 20 Are you kidding me? If the ABK deal goes through, everybody knows how to get an acquisition to go through. You've got, you've got your test case. If Microsoft can buy a $71 billion acquisition, well, then anybody else can buy anything. As long as it's a lower dollar amount, all you got to do is follow the procedures that Microsoft went through. Make concessions about multi-platform releases for 10 years, and you're you're golden. Train with a 24-month subscription. Two years on YouTube. Glad to be a part of the community. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much for doing a VIP as well. Train. It's harder for market leaders. <laughs> it's harder for market leaders who do you think who do you think Microsoft is (laughs) are you kidding me are Microsoft's not a market leader (laughs) oh they're not a market leader in console sales that doesn't matter are you absolutely insane yeah it's harder for market leaders Microsoft quite literally is one of the global market leaders ever. They're they're one of the biggest. 
Oh my golly. They're not a market leader. <laughs> Microsoft's got deep pockets, Lono. They got more money than God. But they're not a market leader, okay? <laughs> they pe- people think these subpoenas are going to reveal nefarious dealings. Inflating multinationals competing to purchase companies with market competition is just laughable. Thank you, John, always. Conflating multinationals competing to purchase companies with market competition. It's like, yeah, this is competition, bro. <laughs> uh, you having to find the market? Which market are you talking about? Okay, hang hang tight with me, Todd. For someone to claim that it'll be harder for Sony to buy a company because they're a market leader while acting like Microsoft's not a market leader. Now, somebody might say, well, the the regulator's primary concern is the gaming market. That is simply not true. Microsoft is in cloud. They are in mobile. They're in gaming. They are in software. They are in subscription services, okay? So you have to look at that reach, and you have to attach that to Microsoft. You, you, you can't just attach that to Xbox, you're, you're, you're trying to play this cherry pick game where it's like, well, sure, 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 sure. Microsoft's one of the biggest companies in the world and they're creating their own infrastructures for cloud and mobile and subscription services. Subscription services, mind you, that are on PC. The PC gaming market is seeking to explode over the next like 10 years. So if you look at them and you act like, well, Microsoft's not a market leader, but Sony is, you've invalidated a lot of the argumentation of people acting like Microsoft's got unlimited funds, unlimited money. They, you know, Sony will never be able to compete in a spending war. So you're going to say in one breath, yeah, Sony could never compete with Microsoft in a spending war, but Microsoft's not a market leader. Sony's a market leader, so Sony won't be able to purchase games as easily or game companies as easily. It doesn't make any sense. The regulators are concerned about the power of the third largest company in the world bringing their resources and power to bear on a singular market, which they failed to succeed in. That's exactly right. Like, uh... We had a little bit of a fluctuation there. I am streaming on um, Spectrum. Might cause some issues. Hang on. Let me just pull up my uh, my task manager. It was very, very quick. Very quick. Yeah, that's not competition. The people that keep defending this is competition. Like, that's not competition. Companies that are like, oh, I failed to compete here. Like... Okay, here's a great example. So we've all watched Amazon attempt to launch games, right? They had a game called uh, Crucible, failed. Then they launched New World. New World's getting there. And then they published Lost Ark in the Western market. And then they have other plans to bring things like Throne and Liberty uh, to, to the Western market, okay? Now, if in five years, Amazon says we've failed to enter this market we just haven't been able to and Amazon proposed to buy a, 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 a portion of the gaming market the size of Activision Blizzard I think it would be totally fair for everybody to say yo that what no we don't want you to be able to do that That that's not competition that's you trying to make up for your failures with just brute force spending okay it would be like you failing at business and then your dad bails you out 
buys the company, liquidates it for its assets, and then you're like, look at how much money I made. It'd be like, well, no, you, you got bailed out with deep pockets. So you looking at this situation, the reason we're talking about Sony and being like, yeah, man, I don't, I don't want this to turn into a buying war. I don't want Sony buying Take-Two. I don't want Sony buying up all these companies because I don't think that that would be good for any of us. sounds like it to me as MA lawyer it sounds like it to me i i don't i don't believe you are you conflating innovation and competition i mean you could technically call it competition but the reason that the regulators are getting involved is because it could be literally anti-competitive Yo, what's good, cowboy? Can I get a recap? So let me give you guys a recap. Okay, so the latest PlayStation news is there are rumors swirling that Sony PlayStation wants to maybe potentially buy Take-Two Interactive as a response to the Xbox Activision deal going through. I had my own theories about potentially seeing Ubisoft getting purchased by Sony as well as Square Enix because I think if PlayStation wants to put in a 10-year plan to compete with Call of Duty... Since Microsoft had to make concessions about Activision titles being on rival consoles for 10 years, that could be a potential countdown for Sony needing to have sort of their own endemic shooter, okay? So in my mind, you would need to build an FPS MMO to rival Call of Duty, and it would take a very, very long time. I believe it would need to be a new IP. But if you got the experts from Massive, if you got Yoshi P and the people who worked on Final Fantasy XIV... I believe you could make an MMO first-person shooter to to rival Call of Duty because I don't think you can just make another arena shooter or another battle royale. I don't think that would work. I also don't think you could use existing property. People were throwing out SOCOM. People were throwing out Killzone. And I was like, no, I don't think so. And so now we're on the discussion of if we're about to enter into a buying war in the gaming space, that will be a reverberation from the Activision Blizzard deal. If the Xbox Activision deal goes through, it will create reverberations in the market. It happened with Disney buying 21st Century Fox for almost the same amount of money. They bought them for $71 billion. And anybody who looks at the way that streaming services for movie and TV shows are getting siloed up, that's not going to be good for you in about five years when all these companies start raising their prices. You're going to end up likely spending more than you ever spent on cable because where else are you going to go? So that's the argument and people keep bringing up like oh well you know it's different case for Microsoft because oh yeah yeah Microsoft's not a market leader and it's like to look at Microsoft as like some kind of plucky underdog here who's trying to compete in the gaming space and we should let them have a go it's just like Oh, and if Sony tries to do it, well, Sony's a market leader. They won't let Sony buy Take-Two Interactive, or they won't let Sony buy you know Ubisoft or or these others. Take-Two would be a minimum $40 billion. No, market analysis has them valued at like $20 billion, about half that. Sony doesn't have the appetite or pockets for that deal? That's completely and utterly false. Since 2018 to now, Sony has spent over $25 billion in acquisitions. So over the last five years, Sony has spent more than what they would need to get Take-Two. If Take-Two is about $20 billion, Sony is Sony has demonstrated their willingness to spend that amount of money. You have to pay almost double, always? I don't think that that's true. Sony will compete with the same strategy that's worked for them for the last 20 years. Sony knows they can't compete with Microsoft's wallet. 
They'll compete by investing in smaller studios and IPs. Sony is probably buying Take-Two, and for people who are saying that they can't afford it, let's not forget that Sony was ready to spend $50 billion for 21st Century Fox. That's right, like, Sony doesn't have the money for that. Sony literally bid $50 billion for 21st Century Fox. Like, Sony has the money to bid in a, in, a, in a spending war. They do. It's not, like, certainly they don't have as much money as Microsoft, but they do have money to spend. They, like, they, were, trying to, they were trying to shell out $50 billion for 21st Century Fox. I don't know about y'all, but if Sony bought Take-Two and put it on their PlayStation Plus service, yes, please. That's called high-level companies competing. No, it's not. It's called consolidation and siloing. That's not competing at all. That's the opposite of competing. I, you, some people, you guys use that term so, so loosely. It, it, that's competition, baby. That's competing. What? No. I, I love how everybody keeps saying like, Sony could make a rival to Call of Duty. That would be them trying to compete. Why don't you tell Microsoft to do that? They have more money than Sony. They don't make up the larger portion of the Call of Duty exp- uh, of purchases. Whatever, man. What a brilliant comeback. They don't. Like, Microsoft is in the position to have a reason to create a Call of Duty competitor. Why wouldn't they do it? Why wouldn't they? If you're going to sit here and say Sony should compl- you know, create a Call of Duty competitor, why would Sony do that? They, they make up 48% of the Call of Duty purchases. The best company right now to make a Call of Duty competitor would be Xbox. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. They're the ones that don't sell nearly as many copies of Call of Duty. They're the ones that allegedly have never-ending cash flow. Coffee received looks a lot bigger in real life. The Frickmas bag, delicious. Oh, thank you so much, Bone Slide. I appreciate that. Yeah, if you guys want to order coffee, you can go to reforgeroast.com. Right now, you can get our triple threat for 45 bucks. Use Coach March Madness. If Take-Two is willing to sell first... And Take-Two is for the Activision deal, by the way. They're supporting it while Sony is against it. I don't care about that. Sony can make a game better than Call of Duty, but Sony cannot make a more popular game than Call of Duty. That's the issue. Popularity equals money. Right. And Cowboy, they have a vested interest in not competing with Call of Duty. Why would you try to compete with Call of Duty? Why? You you make up 48%. Of the, of the people who sell Call of Duty and buy... I'm sorry, people who buy Call of Duty. Is Take-Two public? I don't know. Because then it's not up to them, right? Zubair, if the deal is good enough, they have to consider it, and then they have to, as their duty to shareholders would require them, they'd have to take the deal. I don't know if they're public. If they're public, it's not really up to them. It's a matter of if the deal is... is, is if the deal is good and good enough for the shareholders, then they will. They'll take it. Looks like EU's letting the deal go through. I think the deal goes through with the 10-year concession. I think the 10-year concession is what won Microsoft the deal. I think as long as Microsoft makes that 10-year concession to the UK and the FTC, which is what they've said to the EU, Activision titles will remain on rival consoles for 10 years, it'll go through. That's what most of us wanted. We wanted some assurances that these titles would stay put, at least for the foreseeable future. The big question mark is, what happens in 10 years? 
Ghostface with a $5 tip through Super Chat. Making a new game will be cheaper than to acquire Activision, which proves the point that making another COD is easier said than done. That's exactly right. I'm always going to flip that back around. I, that, that dawned on me just this morning. It dawned on me just this morning as we were having the debate. Oh, Sony could build a rival COD. Sony could build a rival to COD. Microsoft's the one that would have an invested interest in making a rival to COD because they don't sell as many copies of COD and they have enough money to buy Activision Blizzard. Do you want to know why Microsoft's not doing it? Because it's not easy. It would be really hard and it would likely fail. I think Sony's going to compete. Those 11 to 12 live service games that Sony's working on will have at least three shooters. They're going to compete. Doc, I talked about that a little bit earlier this morning. I said some of this, in my mind, you wouldn't want to take on Call of Duty directly if you're Sony because 48% of the people that buy COD buy it on your platform. Why would you want to compete with yourself? Like, why would you want to compete with yourself? Oh, we, we already have half the Call of Duty audience. Let's just make a bunch of great live service games in other genres. Like... There are people that love ARPGs like Diablo. There are people that love third-person shooters. There are people that love uh, RPGs like uh, Destiny. Like, let's get into those markets. Now, if you made me come up with the plan, this was in my show open, if you forced me to come up with the plan of how to complete with COD, you how to compete with COD, you'd have to create an MMO FPS. You would have to create a massive game like the size of World of Warcraft. And it would need to be an FPS. Because if you just try to take Call of Duty head on with like another Battle Royale or another arena shooter or like another really good campaign, it's white noise at this point. There would need to be something that would stand on the shoulders of like Destiny and The Division and Planetside and to deliver true excellence in an MMO FPS. I believe Square Enix and Ubisoft could help Sony do that. I think they're two potential companies that Sony will want to buy. The rumors about Take-Two Interactive, I could see Sony wanting to do that as sort of a a response to the the, the Xbox Activision deal if it goes through, but I also think that's bad for all of us. I don't think we want to consolidate I don't think we want to consolidate the market to this degree. I don't think that's good for us. It happened with movies and TV shows like Disney buys 21st Century Fox. All these companies are getting gobbled up. And now we're going to end up over the next five years probably spending more money for our TV shows and movies than we did traditionally. And the gaming companies could do the same dadgum thing. Sony might need to compete with it. It's crazy times right now. Wish Stadia was still here. (laughs) I I don't. (laughs) I don't wish Stadia was still here. Call of Duty requires 11 studios. Yeah, like, the financial weight and burden to maintain, create, sustain, distribute Call of Duty is practically insurmountable. And then the money that they bring in is insane. I don't think you could commercially rival Call of Duty and it would have to take... I feel like they'd have to spend the next 10 years building an FPS MMO... It'd need to have a subscription model, good microtransactions, and then after it launches, you'd probably need 10 years to even catch Call of Duty commercially, and I think that's a fool's errand. I just think that's a waste of time. Fortnite competes. Quality can beat quantity. Fortnite is a matchbook compared to what Call of Duty generates. Fortnite's nothing. Like, Call of Duty's annual revenue compared to Fortnite? No. No. Fortnite competes in the Battle Royale space for player funnel. Sure, sure, sure. 
but no, 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 no. Call of Duty generates so much money. It's unbelievable. Where do you get all your shirts from? They're crisp. I want some comic shirts. This one comes uh, most of the time. I would say about 90% of the time. I'm I'm wearing a shirt from 80s tees. Yeah, this one. Yeah, this one's nice. You got Omega Red and Wolverine like fighting. They have this one over at 80s tees in the Marvel collection. They have a Marvel collection, Star Wars. They got 80s video games, cartoons. Uh, they have a really, really good comic book section, a really good uh, Marvel connection. Uh, collection, I'm sorry. You can use my code over there, get 30% off. It's a nice discount. Their shirts are not cheap. I'll tell you that right now. Our code usage went down because they had to raise their prices like everybody else. So my 30% puts a nice dent uh, in it, but it's, uh, yeah. They got tank tops? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. I, I don't know if you want to roll these up. You know, you might have to cut it. I think they sell tank tops, but I don't know if they primarily sell tank tops. <laughs> Oh, man. ABK wasn't for sale, and yet Microsoft is buying them. Sony can easily buy Take-Two. Reminder that Sony was trying to buy 20th Century Fox for $50 billion in 2016. They're high-quality shirts. Yeah, they're all high-quality, officially licensed shirts. So, like, you are, you're paying top-shelf price because I think you're getting top-shelf product. Agree, says Hilly, you would need an MMO FPS, but you would also need the up and running, be up and running for three to five years with a strong player base. I think it, this would also need two years to market it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Hilly, it's so many ifs, right? It's so many ifs. It's like, okay, so number one, you'd need to buy studios to do it. You would need people who are experts in the field. You'd need Yoshi P and the Final Fantasy XIV team to teach you about how to build a good MMO. Because Final Fantasy XIV is, is, is reaching, like, sacred text level. People will look at that and say, that's how you do it. So you got to get those guys under your umbrella. The second thing is, you got to hope that they can even build it and come up with a plan. Like, Yoshi P and the Final Fantasy XIV team, they could give you the logistics. Yeah. Here's how you create longevity, elasticity, content model, plan, subscription thing. Here's how you do it. How do you do that in an MMO FPS? An FPS MMO? I don't know. I don't know. It's easy. Just build the biggest game on the market. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, that's a lot of ifs. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of investment. And if it goes wrong, if it goes south, Yoshi P would rebirth the MMO FPS genre into something far better and beyond Call of Duty, in my opinion. Uh, Fortnite generated 5.8 billion in 2021. COD generated 3.5, 3.45 billion in 2021. That's just one year. COD has generated 30 billion from 23 to date. Not finding a figure for Fortnite. Hang on, hang on, though, detective. You got to consider is that 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 can't be Call of Duty including Call of Duty Mobile. When did Call of Duty Mobile launch? Numbers I looked at, Fortnite wasn't even close to COD. 5.8 billion, Fortnite generated more money in 2021 than COD. Doc Dark with a $5 tip. If this deal goes, Sony still won't lose their COD player base, right? The game's still going to PS5. Why is Sony, Sony tripping? Don't want to share money. No, I don't think they're tripping. 
Here's what I think is going to happen, Doc. Number one, and I said this in my show today multiple times, I don't see Sony desiring to compete with Call of Duty. That's like competing with yourself. They got 48% of the people buying COD on their platform. They literally use money from COD to invest in their first-party properties. They don't need to compete with COD. COD is almost, it's almost like it's one of their properties that's so lucrative in their ecosystem, okay? So, what I think's going to happen is, I don't think Sony's shaking and tripping because they're like, oh no, what's going to happen to Call of Duty? I think Sony's saying, we're entering into a buying war. It's a, con- it's a content war. It ain't a console war anymore. It's a content war. Sony's going to see this deal go through and say, we need to start buying stuff up as well. The market's about to get siloed. Same thing happened with TV and movie production companies. Disney buys 20th Century Fox. 20, 20th Century Fox for what, $71 billion. It's almost the exact same price point of, uh, of the ABK deal. And then all these other companies start buying up, scooping up, and they all start consolidating. Same thing happened with cell phone providers. The same thing happened with the internet. We're entering the buying market. That's where we're, at, that's where we're headed. And they have the money to do it. This idea that Sony doesn't have the money to do it, Sony bid $50 billion for the 20th Century Fox uh, buyout. They bid $50 billion for that. 50, not 20, sorry. They bid $50 billion. Trust what Lono is saying. We do not want Microsoft or Sony gobbling up all these studios. For example, uh, in Canada, two telecom companies own about 80% of the phone and internet market, and the prices are sky high. Hector says, I think COD 2021 was lower because of Vanguard and not as good compared to the other years, but that 2021 figures game sales, mobile, and Warzone profits according to their article. If if Fortnite, if Fortnite is consistently competing, gotta head out, be safe, chat. Alright, Doc. If Fortnite is consistently competing with Call of Duty, then I'd be impressed because when Call of Duty Mobile hit the market, it surpassed all Call of Duty monetization property, just mobile, passed it in like a month. How much does Call of Duty make annually now would be the question. How much does Call of Duty make annually? Approximately 30 million in December. Oh, that's just December. Yeah, Call of Duty earned almost two billion in 2022, 200 million more. Yeah, they've been on a huge upswing. Made over 30 billion in total earnings. Fortnite. How much does Fortnite make annually? I think the problem with Fortnite is Fortnite generated 5.8 billion in 2020 news, surpassing surpassing its previous year. Where are they now, though? I don't want to drop frames. I'm clicking on all these freaking articles. Insomniac at Black with a $5 tip. Not saying they could be a rival. I'm just asking, did Fortnite ever have the numbers to rival COD? If Sony bought them, they could one day rival them? Listen, if Fortnite's rivaling Call of Duty economically, commercially, like they're actually generating as much, if not more, revenue, number one, I'd be shocked. Number two... I don't necessarily think that means that you could you could enter the landscape right now and compete with Call of Duty because I feel like Fortnite is just such a different type of game. Fortnite basically entered into the battle royale scene and became god and became king. 
And so that's a different scenario entirely. 30 million in December is 3.6 billion for 12 months. That's assuming December isn't a high earning month. I, yeah, like maybe I misspoke. My assumption was based on the revenue reports I saw for Call of Duty as a piece of property and Call of Duty Mobile, I thought there's no way Fortnite competes with that. I, I was I might have been wrong about that. I think COD went higher in 2022 because MW2 fared much better. But according to those numbers, I think they're at least in the same arena. Okay, if Fortnite is in the same arena as revenue generation as Call of Duty, I don't know if that leads me to believe, oh yeah, you can create a Call of Duty rival. Because I don't even know if people view Fortnite as a Call of Duty rival. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, that would be my primary concern is, we're coming to a jump of a conclusion there. Okay, I'll grant your point. I was wrong. I didn't think Fortnite was anywhere close to the revenue generation of Call of Duty. Because globally speaking... Yeah, Call of Duty Mobile is is printing printing money hand over fist. That's in addition to the annual sales of Call of Duty. That's in addition to all the spending in Warzone and Warzone 2. Okay, if Fortnite rivals that as far as the actual money coming in, does that mean you can make a rival to Call of Duty? I don't know if you can say that. Because I don't even know if the player bases overlap that much because Fortnite's a very different game. The more we keep discussing these financial numbers, the less significant they seem. I must have a billion lying around. I think they somewhat speak to different audiences in a way. We have a tactical-based shooter and then Fortnite. Sony doesn't need a COD rival, just a good game that's not COD. Like, I don't think people see this the way that I'm seeing it. Why would Sony create something that is in the same hemisphere as COD? Why would they do that? I want you to imagine you're Sony. I want you to imagine that 50%, it's 48%, but let's just say 50, it's easier to say. Half of the people that buy Call of Duty buy it on your platform. Why would you try to go to that market and say, hey, we built another game kind of like this? That doesn't make any business sense. It, like, it starts to make perfectly good sense as to why Sony has never attempted to build a game like Call of Duty. They don't need to. They don't need to. It would be like... Okay, here's, here's another really good example. Microsoft has invested quite a bit in Forza. You got Forza Horizon 5 and Forza Motorsport coming out. That would be like somebody saying, why doesn't Microsoft create more racing games? It's like, that would be stupid. That, that They have a great racing brand and a great racing audience, and they're loyal to it. That wouldn't make any sense. What is COD compared to Battlefield? That would be a fair comparison. Yeah, if you want a more one-to-one comparison, I agree. I, you go to Fortnite, I, it just gets muddy because it's like, you, you're talking about... You're talking about completely different games, completely different sales funnels. You're talking about completely different, like, uh, you're, you're talking about completely different um, appeals. Live Is there a live upcoming? Come on. Where's the upcoming? The new COD rival would need to be lightning in a bottle. Day one. Lono, would you create a new channel for gaming news, which has a live show the same time as Joystick? Right, like, yeah, and that's the thing with Fortnite, is Fortnite was lightning in a bottle. 
you can't replicate what happened with Fortnite. I don't even think Epic knew that was going to happen with Fortnite. They had to literally shut down Paragon servers to keep Fortnite going. Last time Sony had a game like Call of Duty was Resistance 3 multiplayer where they ripped off almost everything Call of Duty was doing. Personally, in my gaming sphere group, Fortnite 100% competed with Call of Duty. Sure, it competes for attention because if you're wanting to play a battle royale, there are going to be people that find Fortnite more appealing. There's no doubt there. We're entertaining the discussion. Could Sony build a Call of Duty competitor? The question you have to ask before you ask that is, do they want to? Do they want to? They don't. I don't think they would have a desire to do that. You you literally... you be, Call of Duty is essentially like a property of Sony, how well it sells. What? Why would you try and... Why would you spend money in R&D and development time developing something to compete with a piece of property that makes you so much money? They just, they, we don't need to do that. Why do we need to try to siphon players off of that game? What's the point? What's the point of that? Remember Rumbleverse? Deathverse, let it die. Everybody's trying and nobody's having some Fortnite success. Why doesn't anyone get COD? Money is free. To make a competitive game, you need studios and devs. And it could fail. No way. Keep the free money. No, I don't think Resistance or Killzone could compete with Call of Duty. I could see Resistance and Killzone or SOCOM coming back, but I don't think they would keep compete with COD. There's, there's too much of a stigma there. People would say, I already played that. I've already seen that. I think when you have an existing name, it works against you. Because people would automatically say, Call of Duty versus SOCOM? Nah. Call of Duty versus Killzone? Nah. But if you come out with a brand new IP, I think it could work. That's why I said in my show open, people that think they're dunking on Sony by saying... Sony uses money from Call of Duty to pay for their first-party titles. People thought that was a dunk. People thought they were, like, owning Sony, and it's like, you're literally praising their business prowess and acting like it's a dunk. Wouldn't it be great if Call of Duty was selling so well on the Microsoft Microsoft system, on the Xbox system, that they were able to reinvest those funds into first-party property? Wouldn't that be awesome for you? Wouldn't that be great for you? (laughs) That'd be excellent. Why would that be bad? A healthy ecosystem where revenue is flowing so healthily that you can use the revenue and the profits to invest in your first party property. How is that bad? It is kind of a dunk. Explain to me why it's a dunk. That Sony makes so much money that they invest that money into their own property. They make so much money on a game that they don't have to support, update, or develop for. And they make so much money from it, they're able to invest in their own property with it. Seems not very good if anything happens to Call of Duty. Yeah, but that would be like saying, I make a ton of money and a ton of profit selling Coca-Cola, and I use that money to to support my business and reinvest in things. Wow, what, 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 what if something happens to Coca-Cola? Well, of course... That's quite literally numerous business ventures out there rely on the sales of items that aren't necessarily yours. 
you're solely relying on something you don't own you're driving a false narrative who said solely relying that's just a lie the xbox youtubers sold you that's not what was stated in the document that's a, that's false you're just lying there is no that sony's not solely relying on that in fact if you actually read the document which i know is hard when you're headline hunting and listening to propagandistic xbox youtubers that's not what it's stated in the document the actual quote from the document didn't say that. It, it, it literally, <coughs> Sony, <coughs> excuse me, choking on the BS. Sony was making the case that we make so much money from Call of Duty, right? That you're going to hurt our revenue streams if you take it away. And they said, in a paragraph establishing how much money they make from Call of Duty at the end par- at the end of the paragraph they said this would in turn also reduce the potential return on producing innovative first party games oh but your YouTubers run with the headline see Sony needs Call of Duty they solely rely on Call of Duty hang on that's not what it says it would in turn a secondary effect this could have something else that would happen if you suddenly rip revenue from our ecosystem it would reduce the potential return on producing innovative first party games thereby diminishing SIE's ability and incentive to invest in new games translation if you take a bunch of money from us we're gonna have to respond We'll, we'll we'll have to we'll have to mitigate risk. We'll have to downsize. What do you what do you mean? Like you're like yeah. Look at Sony. <laughs> they make so much money on Call of Duty that if we suddenly took that away from them, it would hurt their business structure. Yes, you freaking moron. That would happen to any company. If you understand basic business, you would see that's not a dunk. You're literally praising PlayStation for making tons of money, and you think it's a dunk. (laughs) Can you believe that McDonald's makes millions of dollars a year on Coca-Cola, and if we suddenly ripped Coca-Cola from McDonald's, they would lose money and have to downsize and shrink? (laughs) Look at McDonald's. relying on coca-cola you you sound like somebody who's been propagandized you sound like somebody who's been propagandized like yes yes of course if you rip tons of money from a company it's gonna hurt them you want to look at it unidimensionally like see sony's a joke they need call of duty it doesn't say that. It doesn't say that. It says it could also reduce the potential return on producing innovative first-party games. I don't agree with you. That's fine. You don't have to agree with facts. Facts simply are standing there. These are facts. If a company is generating tons of money and you suddenly take something away from them and they lose tons of money, yeah, so I'm curious what you expected them to do. They sell Call of Duty. 48% of the people who buy Call of Duty buy it on PlayStation. 
Sony alone makes up 13% of Activision's annual revenue. What is Sony supposed to do with all that money? Tell me, you you brilliant business-educated people. Tell me, what are they supposed to do with it? I would love to know what they're supposed to do with all that money they generated. I'm waiting. Go ahead, type it in my chat. I can't wait for your brilliant business strategy. We'll see what a company is supposed to do with tons of profit. They're not supposed to do anything with it. They're supposed to sit on it. Like, Sony literally takes all the money that they get from Call of Duty, okay? Some of it gets invested, I'm sure, into studios, first-party games, whatever. And they grow their properties, they grow their studios, there's more jobs. The games start to sell at an increased volume. If you look at the success of, like, Zero Dawn to Forbidden West, 2018 to God of War Ragnarok, you can see the growth. If you look at games like, uh, you know, Housemark Studios puts out Returnal, they're investing in all these things. And you're like, yeah, but if we damaged their business, they couldn't do all of that. And you're like, that's not a dunk. You could say that about any company in existence. If we damage their business, well, they couldn't do all of that. Well, yeah, that's that's true of, you know, every business in existence. Hoard it for big acquisition and not make any games just like Xbox. <laughs> Where's the imminent Starfield showcase? <laughs> I think you're focusing on something that's entirely different than the narrative of the dunk on Sony. Sony's exaggerating, in my opinion. Yeah, no, they're exaggerating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. In Activision's latest SEC filing, the company disclosed that Sony PlayStation division accounted for 13% of Activision's revenue in 2022, while Microsoft was so low that it failed to even register in the report. That's from Activision. Sony's not exaggerating. That's Activision saying that. Activision came to the table and had to disclose this according to their own documents. Yeah, we get 13% of our revenue in 2022 came from Sony. Yeah, Microsoft was so low, we, it didn't even register on the report. Gee, I wonder why Sony is so worried about, yeah, if we suddenly lose all that money, it would really hurt our business. It's Like I said, it's not the dunk that you think it is. People think they're like dunking on Sony for making tons of money. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) If you remove COD from PlayStation, you're taking 30% away from Sony, sure, but you're losing 70% of the revenue yourself. It makes zero sense. Call of Duty is never going to be Xbox only. Welcome to the clown show and you're the circus. You, you, that's your comeback. That's your comeback. So I, I walk all that out. I walk through the direct quote. I walk through everything, right? And 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 that's your response. That That's your response? You're done here. You don't have the respect for your own self to either make the argument or just concede you don't have one and you want to insult me with like clown emojis? 
I'm, I'm sorry. People with infantile levels of intelligence, they don't last long here because you react emotionally like a little child who's had their feelings hurt and you want to take swipes at me. Well, you can take a walk. My stream's better off without you and take your purple badge with you. That's coming from an apparent M&A lawyer. Remember, he claimed that. Yeah, claimed to be a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. You're a lawyer, lawyer, and that's your comeback. Nobody thinks that Sony is stupid for making money off of a product. I assume they are criticizing having a heavy reliance on a product that they can't guarantee stays available to them. Okay, but Slay Puffed, when you enter into... When... When you enter into a symbiotic relationship with another company, it's not foolish to basically say, we're both really benefiting from this deal. This is great. Let's use a lot of that revenue and invest it in our own property. Let's invest it in our own infrastructure. Why would you not do that? That's my point. It's like, it's funny to me that people look at Sony and think that like they're smarter than Sony. Like, that's what's so entertaining to me. It's like, you think you know more than them. Like, in one breath, in one breath, in one in one breath, it's Sony has 70% of the console market. Sony is dominating. Sony's the market leader. And then in the next breath, you're going to be like, yeah, but they're stupid and I know more than them. Why would they do that with Call of Duty? It's a, it's a contradicting narrative to talk about how they're the market leader and they're kicking the crap out of Microsoft, but apparently they're too stupid to know what you know, apparently. Like, yeah, they shouldn't have done that. They shouldn't have been counting on Call of Duty. Why wouldn't you? When you make up 48% of that game's annual sales, why would you ever think that you wouldn't be getting that game on your property? Thank you, JW, for gifting five memberships. Dustin Clown, Matasbo, Anthony Grant, and Slaypuff. Yeah, let's replace all of the, the the morons we've had to ban that have badges next to their names. Eugene says, everyone is reliant on third-party games. Thank you. You know what's funny? You want to sit here and dunk on Sony for making a ton of money from a third-party game? What's on Game Pass? What's on Game Pass but a laundry list of third-party games? Wow, it seems kind of interesting that Microsoft has created an entire ecosystem that leans heavily on third-party games, like everybody else. Everybody's ecosystem's reliant on third-party games. Are you kidding me? Sony has a different way of competing which they rely pretty heavy on third-party deals, especially this year. Microsoft is trying to fund Game Pass with first-party as much as possible anyways. Your your second sentence doesn't make any sense. How is Microsoft going to fund Game Pass with first-party? How? How do you fund Game Pass by spending money developing and buying first-party games? How? How is that funding Game Pass? Gotta spend money to make money. I don't think it's the same situation. What do you mean it's not the same situation? Microsoft right now makes money on third-party game sales. What do you think they do with that money? PlayStation makes money from third-party game sales. What do you think they do with that money? Because they've been really successful 
at at garnering the Call of Duty audience, that's that's somehow a dunk. <laughs> they make so much more money than Microsoft. They're able to use that money almost like a surplus. And they invested in their own property. That's not a dunk. Game Pass relies on first party though as its driver. It's why they do day and date. Yes, but Mike, don't you see the comparison lining up now? Most of Game Pass is third party. So if Sony has tons of third-party games and offerings, and some of them do exceptionally well, and they take that money, and they invest it in their first-party properties, it's not that different or far removed from Microsoft being like, yeah, Game Pass is going to get, I don't know, four, maybe five first-party titles a year, day and date, and the rest of the offerings are third-party. Consoles aren't made to sell first-party games, they're made to sell third-party First party is how you get people to buy your console to play third party games on. That's exactly right. Like, look at the money that FIFA and Madden and 2K generate, right? You want people on your platform playing those games. Think about Fortnite. Think about how much money Sony generated with Fortnite. Sony generated so much more money with Fortnite through the microtransactions that they got a contract deal from Epic that if they were going to open up crossplay, they wanted a percentage of the microtransactions that took place. And they got the deal. Epic bent the knee and said, sure, Sony, why? Because Epic's looking at the numbers. It's like, that ecosystem spends money. So, yes, Sony makes money off of Fortnite. Sony makes money off of Call of Duty. You're not dunking on Sony by saying, wow, they make so much money, they can invest it in their first-party titles. What you should be asking is, What kind of an ecosystem is Microsoft fostering? Are they fostering an ecosystem where they're the leader in Fortnite sales? Nope. Are they fostering an ecosystem where they lead commercial movements of sales of games? No. Nope. So now, you're getting a window into the problem with dollar menu gaming. You're getting a a window into the problem of Game Pass Gaming. Because if they can't if they can't substantiate the revenue, then they won't invest it in the property. They won't. They'll do exactly what Netflix did. They'll just they'll just kill titles. Because Netflix was like, yeah, season two didn't move the subscription number. Kill that TV show. But when you're making tons of money and you can invest it in your first party property, and the first party property gets bigger and better and sells more, guess what? Hey, that property was profitable. Let's keep investing in that. There's a reason that Gorilla and Santa Monica and studios under Sony, like Insomniac, are getting invested in and growing, and their titles are getting better and better. That's what Jim Ryan referred to as the virtuous cycle. Because you're bolstering up this property, making it really, really good. Its commercial success then creates a cycle of, let's keep doing that. Let's keep making really big, awesome first-party titles. Let's keep doing that. And Microsoft hasn't fostered that ecosystem. They they make such a small amount of money for Activision annually, they didn't even show up on the report. Hey, Terminal Stupidity is going to get us really close to the daily goal. 23 out of 25. 
Guys, if this hits 25, I owe you five members. We are going to be watching the Sea of Thieves stream. I'm going to have to schedule it and take us there shortly, but I'm looking. I don't see it on their YouTube channel just yet. I don't want to I don't want to go live and not be able to have that on my screen. They're likely going to go live with a timer or something. I don't know if they've tweeted. Let me see if they've tweeted any links just yet. There's going to be a Sea of Thieves live stream. I think that what's getting lost in this discussion is that Sony put themselves in that position and are arguing that everything should remain the same because we like status quo, regulators don't care. If you think that's the argument, I can't help you understand the basic economics of a company saying, if you rip this from our platform, we stand to lose money. That's anti-competitive and market restrictive. If your interpretation of that is, well, we just want things to remain the same in the status quo, you don't have enough business acumen to enter this discussion. Thank you for five gifted members. JW taking us to 28, surpassing the goal. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I do those at the end. Let me see if Sea of Thieves has tweeted. That's what they did with Spider-Man, Final Fantasy, and Wolverine. Why are you referencing those games? What are you What are you claiming that they did with those games? What, what are you claiming they did with Final Fantasy and Spider-Man and Wolverine? Both Microsoft and Sony tried to make COD a COD-like game with Killzone, Homefront, and Halo. A problem is you always have been platform exclusives. They're their own IPs. It's not hard to distinguish the difference. I'm not sure, but I'm not sure what you're trying to say about those IPs. I'm not sure what you're trying to say about those specific IPs. Uh, Necro City Prologue is releasing on Steam. I'm not following that game. I don't know why I'm getting emails about it. Both consoles for different reasons. I feel like I get more value personally out of Game Pass. It saves me a ton of money. Taking them out of Xbox foreclosing them from direct competition to hurt competition. That's business. I've, you're not even making any sense now. I, that, that, I can't even make sense of what you're trying to say. Back to work I go. Need to make money for gifting memberships and coffee. Have a good day. Yo, JW, thank you for supporting so much. You guys have got some big goals to hit this month. I mean, Sony didn't do anything with Spider-Man. Spider-Man was literally offered to Microsoft. Microsoft turned it down, and then Spider-Man went to Sony. Like... Like, Spider-Man wasn't out there in the market, and then Sony went and bought it. Yeah, it's ours now. That's not what happened. The third-party studio games that aren't on Xbox but exclusive to Sony is fine. I have never taken an issue with first-party exclusives. I've never taken an issue with first-party exclusives. Fortnite's first-person mode is coming next season. It's going to be so fun. Like, if you want to look at Final Fantasy and act like, oh, they ripped that from Microsoft, according to Phil Spencer, Starfield wasn't taken from Sony. 
So according to Phil Spencer's own logic, then Final Fantasy was never taken from Microsoft. It it wasn't. I'm 100% in favor of first-party exclusivity because you get better titles. You literally have interviews right now with the guys that worked on Final Fantasy 16, and they're saying... What, yeah, we were able to get way more done with this. This game came to market, and it's because it's thanks to the the memory of the PlayStation 5, the data transfer, and the SSD. They were able to get the game to market faster because they were building for one console. That They're not the only developer to say that. Like, if you build a game just for the Series X, it's going to come to fruition much faster. Now, again, the challenge there is they have to build it for the Series S first. You said Sony has every right to try to maintain the status quo. I'm saying regulators aren't supposed to protect the status quo. Now you're putting words in my mouth, so I'm irritated. I didn't say Sony has every right to maintain the status quo. You said that. You injected that into the argument, and I said, if you think Sony's defending the status quo by saying, we would suffer revenue loss if you rip this from our property, and that's market-restrictive and anti-competitive behavior if you think that's maintaining the status quo you don't have enough basic business acumen to have this discussion with me no one has said that the regulators are supposed to protect the status quo the the regulators are supposed to protect the market from anti-competitive behavior and they're supposed to protect you from anti-competitive behavior and you know what's funny they're doing that Microsoft is having to make concessions to get the deal to go through. Get that through your head. If Xbox, if Microsoft wants the Activision deal to go through, they've had to make significant concessions. Like, I don't know, the next 10 years, all Activision titles will remain on rival consoles. Well, that's just the status quo. Seemingly, Microsoft sees that's how they get the deal to go through, and that's how the regulatory bodies are going to let the deal go through. That would be, in chess terms, a checkmate to your argument. That's a checkmate. Like, oh, you just want the status quo. You just want the status quo. Sony's defending the status quo. No, they're not. They're protecting their revenue and their interests. Sony are saying they can't compete without COD. They're obviously saying that nothing can change. They didn't say that. Again, you're interjecting something into the argument because you don't know what you're talking about. You don't. You don't. A stream that was supposed to be about how PlayStation could compete, about to buy up these companies, I don't think that's good for the market. It's turned once again into educate the people that don't understand this deal about the deal. I'm, I'm educating you on the basics of the deal because you don't get it. Whether or not you're in favor of it, I don't care about that. You're just misrepresenting it. Sony never said, we can't compete without COD. They said, we're going to lose tons of money if they do this, and that would that would be irreparable to our business structure. That's what they've said. That would be true of any business who makes up 50% of a company's, of a product's sales on their market, on their marketplace. That's not them saying they can't compete. You're saying exactly. You don't understand. You just, you don't understand. It's so hard to show people they're down in tribalistic, like, super, super armchair understanding of the situation. It's so hard to elevate your consciousness because you refuse to see what's right in front of you. 
How is that relevance to the regulators? How is it not relevance to the regulators? You Again, you don't understand what you're talking about. You just continue to display just unashamed ignorance. When the regulatory bodies look at an acquisition of this size, they ask all of the companies in the in the market how it would affect them. Like, Microsoft literally subpoenaed Sony. And the FTC and the regulators are bringing them to the table. How does it not have to do with them? You, so you think when Disney bought 20th Century Fox that everyone just sat by and thought, well, that's fine. No, they had to defend the deal. Other people were bidding. Other people were likely saying, that's going to hurt our business. That's going to be bad. Like These types of situations are literally combed over for exactly this reason. Regulators are there to protect consumers and the markets to prevent potential antitrust issues. Again, you don't have enough basic understanding to enter the discussion. You you just asked me a question that is so pedestrian, that is so middle school. Like, well, how is it relevant to the regulators that Sony would lose millions of dollars? What? How is it not relevant? Again, like... That's such a pedestrian question. You're not even on the you're not even on the, the the table. You're not even at the table of the discussion. You guys come in. I swear you. I swear some of you guys do it on purpose. I swear you do it on purpose. You want to turn it in to a console war to distract from the subject because then you can claim, yeah, he's just a Sony fanboy. Is just a Sony fanboy. Like, yeah, we, we, we trot out all these absolutely inane statements and he has to spend an hour smacking them down. And then I look and then I look like a Sony fanboy because I can't have a discussion about I literally said I don't want Sony to buy up these studios. I don't want them to buy up Take Two, Ubisoft, and Square Enix. I don't want to go into a buying war. Hundred and twenty years of legal jurisprudence and someone's coming at based on a five minute YouTube take. Why do you view the ABK deal as non-competitive? Acquisitions have been a thing in the gaming industry for a long time. Both PlayStation and Xbox gained relevance through acquisitions. Because this is not an acquisition. This is like when Disney bought 20th Century Fox for $70 billion. This is not an acquisition. This is, this is buying market share. An acquisition or a merger is when you buy Bethesda. Or you, you buy Bungie. That's an acquisition. They're buying a controlling interest in the market. There's a reason this hasn't gone through squeaky clean super fast. Clearly you didn't read their statements to the CMA. They said they can't compete if COD isn't on their platform. They never said that. I read the, I read the CMA quote just a moment ago. They didn't say that. The words we can't compete... There, there, there's not, there's not, that's not there. You're arguing that they can survive without COD, but that they would survive, then why should the regula- regulators care? Because anti-competitive behavior that harms a business to the degree that that would harm Sony, they would have to do risk assessments and downsize. Why? 
because they would be making less money. Welcome to Basic Business 101. If a company suddenly makes a ton less money, they have to make up for those losses because of a fiduciary duty to their shareholders. So if suddenly Sony is making way less money, they have less money to spend and to support their infrastructure production and the businesses that they own, which would therefore mean they'd have to shrink studios, lay people off, and cause irreparable harm to more than just their bottom line. Again, if you had even the most basic understanding of business acumen, you would understand that if you suddenly rip millions of dollars from a company's bottom line, they're going to have to make tons of cuts. That's life. We always get to this point. We always get to this point. It's somebody, somebody is literally not smart enough to enter the discussion. So they're like, that's life. That, that's life. Really? You complain about ignorant people in chat and you ignore logical discussion with reasonable chat members. That's not true. I'm ignoring the people that agree with me. Because that wouldn't be a very good show. Let me tell you something, Benjamin. If you're going to sideswipe and take a shot, leave. Leave. And please don't come back. I don't like watching this kind of discussion. Then leave and don't come back. Like, I don't. I don't really care what you think about me and my choices. That's that. I don't care about that. That's not what's up for discussion. You guys that keep coming in and want to make it about me, find somewhere else to hang out. Like, I could literally sit here and do nothing but read Eugene and do nothing but read uh, Brian King and others this morning that have been agreeing with me. That would be a terrible show. And I would get accused of an echo chamber. Like you should know what turns me off. I feel like you should know what turns me off, which is you talking right now. I'm tired of people coming in and wanting to make it about me. If you don't like the show, I don't need a memo or a postcard from you. If you don't like the discussion, if you think I do too much of a certain type of content, I don't need your declaration of that. Just go somewhere else. Find another stream to hang out in. It's very easy. I've watched plenty of live streams and been like, yeah, this really isn't for me. I don't make sure to put that in the chat. I don't really like this. Come on. Yo, what's good, Atwood? I, I don't know what's going on with Sea of Thieves. I th- th- this, The stream is not scheduled. Are they going to publish the stream as soon as it goes live? Like, there's no scheduled streams. Well, I can't toggle scheduled streams anymore. It should show up right on the live page as soon as it's scheduled, should it not? Yeah, it's not on their live page. It's gotta be, it's gotta be that they're literally gonna schedule this. I wonder if it's a premiere. No, they're calling it a stream. It's not a premiere because they're gonna be live on both places. Thank you, Nova Hands. I mean, I'm your audience. No, you're not. There's plenty of people here that make up my audience. Like, it. listen, man. Monday through Friday, I cover a lot of different stuff. I cover a lot of different stuff. And 
to constantly have to hear from people that don't like a particular topic or a subject, it's really easy. It's really easy. Look at this. Look, look, look at this. So there's Sony and how they compete. Hogwarts, The Day Before, Diablo, Phil Spencer Interview, Final Fantasy, Elden Ring, Starfield, Hogwarts, Xbox Series S, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, Hogwarts, Horizon VR Gameplay, New World Time to Return. Look at that. That's a plunt. That's a lot of different types of pieces of content and a lot of different things that you could tune in for. If you don't like one of those subjects, if you don't like where the conversation goes, if you don't like the tone, then you don't have to watch. You you think it like I'm oblivious to the fact that like there are people that don't like to tune in on the Microsoft days because of the people that show up and the nonsense that I have to engage with. Sony doesn't own Call of Duty. If it's do or die, then that's on the ABK. That's on them. ABK are independent. If it's not, then why should the regulators care? What's the point of an acquisition if you don't hurt competition? <laughs> you, you typed that. You typed that. So you think the point of an acquisition is to hurt your competition? What? That's what I'm saying. Like you don't, you don't understand what you're talking about. It's precisely why antitrust law exists. Like literally, you don't understand. You're not allowed to hurt your competition. That's literally what antitrust laws are there for. You, you you're not allowed to do that. The regulatory bodies would say, "Hey, wait a minute." If this company, if Burger King buys up Coca-Cola and then yanks Coca-Cola from McDonald's, that would be absolutely devastating to McDonald's infrastructure. We cannot allow that. Well, what's the point of an acquisition if you can't use it to hurt your competition? (laughs) Not even going to try to argue this. I'm glad you're not going to try to argue it because you can't. You quite literally can't argue that acquisitions are intended to hurt or harm competition. This is literally what these regulatory bodies exist for. They exist so that those things don't happen. It's why it's one of the reasons why the FTC is clamping down on tech mergers because it hasn't been very good for us. All the cable companies consolidated, the cell phone companies consolidated, now all the streaming television and movie services are consolidating. That's not, that, it hasn't been good for the consumer. So the FTC publicly stated, they were like, yeah, we're, we're not going to let tech mergers go through so, so squeaky fast anymore. We're going to be taking a look at these because it hasn't been good for the consumer. You were saying that Take-Two could be the clapback that Sony might need. And you're removing from that that I don't want that to happen. You see that? That's consistency. That's integrity. I know you don't get that from a lot of the YouTubers out there, but I've been consistent. Yeah, Sony might see the reverberations of an acquisition at $70 billion will create a buying market, and I don't want that. That's called consistency. That's called integrity. I know that doesn't square with the crazy bias-laden slanted coverage you've probably got elsewhere on this, but 
I don't want us to enter into a buying market. I would prefer Activision Blizzard get split up than for that deal to go through and then Take-Two gets bought. If Take-Two is bought, wouldn't that hurt Microsoft? Would hurt all of us, potentially. You're thinking green versus blue because you're Neanderthalic. Your brain is small. Expand your brain. It's like a muscle. Stretch it. Flex it. Move it. Take it from where it is now to higher horizons of thought. Listen to me. Listen. That's not good for any of us. You're thinking about, well, what about Microsoft? Is it going to be bad for Microsoft? Yes! It would be bad for you! If you silo up and consolidate the market, that's bad for you! But you're okay with the Activision Blizzard deal. You're okay with that because it's your team. Wade says 100% this. This buying war is going to hurt the devs and us, the consumers. Right. A deal of this size will cause market reverberations. It will cause response. I was being polite, but okay. Homie, that's my point. You keep dragging the discussion down into like this super dichotomous tribalistic thing. And I'm saying, man, expand your mind. You're thinking too small about this. Expand your mind. This is bigger than, oh yeah, Microsoft's about to get a dunk on Sony. Microsoft's about to get a dunk. Microsoft's going to get a dunk. What are you even talking about? If these just went live, yeah, I'm going to schedule it. Give me a second. I got to schedule my stream now. Activision seemed to be headed in a direction that without a purchase, I'm not sure how well they would run as a company. That's why I said I'm more in favor of them getting busted up. I'd rather Activision get busted up. That doesn't silo the market so in such an extreme way. That'd be better for all of us. That'd be better for all of us. It would be better for you. It would be better for me. It would be better for all of us for them to get for them to get sold off in pieces and parts. Like that's what I'm saying. It's gonna be it's gonna be absolutely remarkable to watch people who thought a seventy billion dollar acquisition was great and awesome, and they couldn't wait for it to go through because they were gonna get to watch you know uh, Sony get dunked on. I can't wait for all of those people to start crying foul when Sony starts trying to do it. Well, that's not fair. That's not fair. They're the market leader. Yeah, like Microsoft's just some plucky little underdog company that doesn't have a lot of money or 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 power in the market with respect to cloud or PC footprint or a software footprint. Sure. Yeah. No, it's it's bad. It's bad when it's bad if and when Sony does smaller acquisitions cuz Take 2 would be about a 20 billion dollar acquisition. Uh, maybe 25 billion. But if Microsoft does it at forty billion, at seventy billion, that's totally fine, right? Everybody's gonna have to come in here and start whipping up some kind of mental gymnastics, logical backflips to all of a sudden be like, "Yeah, I'm not okay with this. I'm not okay with this. I don't like all this buying and uh, and, and 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 consolidating of 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 property and companies." Oh, you think you think that's bad? Like we were trying to say for months on end for a year or so. About the freaking Activision Blizzard deal. This is unprecedented in the gaming world. This is one of the largest acquisitions. Well, it rivals some of the largest acquisitions in existence, like when Disney bought Fox. The beauty of this is I get to be consistent. 
That's the beauty, is I get to be consistent. I was against the ABK deal, and I'm going to be against Sony having to respond and buy up all their own property. I don't want that. I get to be I get to be consistent. You don't. You have to be biased. You have to start to make, you know, you have to backpedal and readjust positions and lack integrity. Like these YouTubers that are going to have to do that. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait for all the Sony's hypocrisy thumbnails. It's going to be remarkable going to be remarkable i'm going to gift these members in the next stream because we might get some more gifted members in the next stream so if you guys want to come with me give me just a second here i'll put a link in chat if uh if traditionally redirect doesn't work for you then you just need to click the link in chat Okay, that link in chat is where we're headed. Guys, make sure when we head over this new stream, smash the dickens out of the like button. Smash it a bunch, okay? Alright? Smash the like button when we get over there to this stream. You can click the link in chat or you can ride redirect. Again, if redirect doesn't work for you, then don't rely on redirect. Please click the link in chat instead. Thanks for listening to or watching Reforged Gaming covering the Sea of Thieves, the revival of Season 9. They are going to be doing this live stream. We are going to co-stream it. I've been a big Sea of Thieves fan for a while, and I wanted to cover this with you guys because I'm continuing to look for good changes with PvP as well as PvE. I would love to play this game consistently with my wife or even on stream. Have always kind of struggled with being able to do that. So we're going to watch this and see what's upcoming. Uh, If you guys want to come with me, click the link in chat. I'm going to end the previous stream about PlayStation and how they can compete. And I'm going to bring everybody over and make sure as you come